0: After we realized the archer had vanished, I turned to find Bolt kneeling beside the giant construct. Bolt healed the construct with their rust-red magic, and it soon awoke. No longer under the control of the changeling, the construct was quite friendly and revealed themselves as Helm. When Bolt finally got their hands on the piece of metal the changeling had tried to run away with, they had a vision. Bolt has been having these visions of their life before they awoke in a trash pile below the floating city of Maniport. They remember being on an air vessel of sorts, with four individuals, including Helm, with Bolt as the ship's captain. The ship crashed somewhere near the Hungle Marshlands, and each of the four took a piece of Bolt, then went their separate ways. The ship was left in the Swamplands, as they had to quickly part ways to escape the Arcanum, who were closing in. Helm explained that they awoke from the crash to find Bolt dead in their arms. They carried Bolt from the marshlands to Big Town and then traded their freedom for Bolt's resurrection. This revelation made me wonder who in my life I would give my freedom to save. You and Father, without a doubt, are at the top of my list. Sere is next. Then Ezra, Victor, and Bolt. To sacrifice one's life for a friend is... The greatest act of love I can imagine. Bolt seemed relieved, yet anxious to hear Helm retell his experience after the crash. Bolt's other crewmates all went separate directions with their piece of bolt. Al left for the northeast toward Archdom. Marcus made his way southeast toward the beacon. Callie remained behind after the others left to distract the Arconum. And of course, Helm only made it as far as Big Town. This was over 70 years ago. Al was a construct, but Marcus and Callie apparently were both humanoids, so it's possible their lives have ended since the crash. I do hope Bolt can find these other pieces. I will do everything I can to help them in their search. I feel a part of me has been missing since leaving Rowan, so I believe I do understand a bit of what Bolt may be feeling. I cannot wait for the day I can be reunited with you again, Mother. If that day ever comes. Helm further explained that they were originally under the ownership of Tobin, the biggest crime lord in all of Big Town, but had been sold around a bit before finally landing under the control of Perkipski. Helm took to his feet, towering over all of us. They said they would look for the lost ship to see if that held more answers for Bolt. I gave Helm my communication ring so we could stay in touch. The ring now sports a little Helm emblem on it, Bolt and Helm wished each other farewell. It is a shame they have been apart for so long. I wish we could bring Helm along with us, but they have their own mission and destiny to fulfill. We continued searching the tent. I went to the upturned desk and rifled through the papers that Darian had sent flying. I uncovered a large ledger book and began searching the pages. I discovered that there had been 20 shipments in the last three months for Morris Bend, I assume, on behalf of the Infinite Sight. What are they doing there? Saray, Victor, and Ezra, who had been guarding an unconscious Perkipski, brought him to. He immediately tried to bargain with us, to let him free. He said we would have to deal with Tobin, but if we let him go free, he could save us from Tobin's wrath. Mother, I truly do try to believe that most people are pure at heart, but it is difficult to trust anyone who has tried to kill you. The last time Perkipsky had seen Thulian Kroll was about a month ago. Mostly, he explained, the items for shipment just showed up, and he sent them off to Morris Bend. At this point in time we heard a shuffling outside of the tent, and soon found ourselves face to face with the notorious Tobin Falk himself. Falk was flanked by four ogres, each wielding a massive ship cannon. Behind the ogres was an army of thieves. It was clear we wouldn't be fighting our way out of this situation, though I could tell Sari was itching to try. Perkipski seemed to think he was valuable to both us and Tobin as a bargaining tool, but he was killed by Tobin on sight. It appears Tobin has very little respect for his underlings." Since fighting wasn't an option for us, we tried to reason with Tobin. We were starting off on a bit of the wrong foot. The shipping tent, all owned by Tobin, had been completely destroyed in our fight with Perkipski, and Helm had managed to escape, but we tried to level with him nonetheless. We explained to Tobin of our troubles with the Infinite Sight and of our reasons for traveling to Big Town. To our surprise... Tobin said he didn't like Thulean crawl either, and suggested that we team up. I think my chin nearly hit the floor. I was completely taken aback. Tobin said that he required our presence at his palace and turned for us to follow him. We really didn't have a choice. The ogres were still pointing their cannons at us, so we followed. Tobin led us through the collection of diverse tents into the center of town to a single small tent Standing beside a ridge of sand. Surely this wasn't the palace he had spoken of. We bowed through the canvas door flap and found the tent to be crowded with guards. We were instructed to put our weapons in a box. Sari tried to quickly turn Craggy into flute form to take with her, but she wasn't sly enough and was caught. She reluctantly set Craggy in the box with the other weapons. After the guards felt confident that we were no longer armed, we were led through a door in the floor down a steep set of spiraling stairs. At the bottom, we found ourselves in a tunnel. The walls, ceiling, and floor were lined with thick, sandy bricks. The air felt damp and thick. As our eyes adjusted to the dimly lit tunnel, our footsteps reverberated loudly off the stone walls, a cacophony of echoes. Oddly. I didn't feel a sense of doom or dread as we followed Tobin through the maze. Although he was certainly intimidating, he also appeared rather genuine, a surprising attribute for a crime lord. Eventually, the passageway opened in a large underground cavern. Filling most of the cavern was a massive, ancient, crumbling palace. It felt almost sacrilegious to enter the beautiful palace and walk on its time-worn, tiled floors, this was a piece of history to be carefully preserved, not a convenient albeit gorgeous hideout for a corrupted leader. Tobin welcomed us in the main chamber of the palace, a large hall with vaulted ceilings and filled with gold-plated antiquities. We watched as Tobin began to shake a magic charm off, revealing himself to be half man, half tiger. Instead of skin, His humanoid-shaped body was covered in dazzling orange and black striped fur. It shone in the lamplit room, and I had to stop myself from reaching out to run my hands over his soft hide. Tobin is a rakshasha, and has lived in Big Town for over 150 years. He normally disguises his true form with magic when out and about town. There are very few like him, and he could be hunted down by those with ill intent. Tobin had a proposition for us. As payment for the damage done at the Perkipsky Shipping Company, we could deliver a package for him to Ergolblath, the king of the Winter Court, residing in the Ungle Marshlands. In addition, he would reveal to us a connection he has within the Infinite Site, as their undoing was in Tobin's best interest as well. My eyes searched the faces of my friends. I asked Tobin if we could have a moment to discuss. He graciously agreed and left us alone. As we started dissecting our predicament, a guard appeared from behind a door. For a moment, I was certain he was trying to spy on us, but he quickly removed his helmet and we were face to face with Lucan. All the feelings I had experienced at our last meeting came flooding back to the surface. I almost didn't know what to say or how to act. I was making a fool of myself, I am sure of it. Lucan was just as surprised to see us as we him. He has been working undercover for Tobin and believes he is close to finding Thulian's whereabout. He offered to help us escape, relieving us from the burden of being Tobin's errand boys. Times like these, the team turns to me as their appointed leader to make difficult decisions which I feel entirely unqualified to make. But I am trying to trust myself, Mother. Lean into the guidance of the trio and my instincts. Ultimately, we decided to carry out Tobin's task. We asked Lucan to tell Lady Crestor about the shipments to Morris Bend, and also asked him to find Lyra and tell her that Victor had collected her item. Lucan slipped out the way he had come in, and Tobin returned soon after. Tobin handed us a box containing a trap crystal. Trap crystals hold evil creatures within them. I didn't dare handle the crystal directly, and we clasped the box closed to avoid unnecessary physical contact. With our oath to deliver the crystal, Tobin revealed that it was Trevan, Ezra's father, who had introduced Tobin to the infinite sight. This sent Ezra reeling, and though he tried to maintain his stoic Tushin temperament, he looked visibly upset. Finally, we were led out of the cavern and back into the dirty streets of Big Town. Before we even had a moment to think, Victor ran into Lyra. (laughs) It was clear that she was pleased to see him. I don't know if it's the blindfold or pure naivety, but Victor is quite slow when it comes to women and the romantic interest in him. There have been plenty of opportunities for him to prove himself as prime boyfriend material, but he continues to fail. Victor handed the package to Lyra and we watched from afar to give them some privacy. Lyra leaned in and whispered something in Victor's ear. He refuses to tell us what she said. Maybe he is more skilled at love than I thought. Sari turned her attention to the box and the gem inside. She reached in and touched the horrid thing and immediately saw a flash of demonic claws in her mind. Bolt used their magic to identify the trapped person as a slod, a being of pure chaos named Geboneth. He also found that the box holding the trap crystal was enchanted, allowing Tobin to track its movements. We entered the marshlands. I tried to find beauty in all of nature, but there is something a bit grotesque about the swamp. It constantly smells of sulfur, the ground is never solid, and everything is wet. The creatures that live in the marsh are private and creeping. Instead of beautiful, twittering birds, there are low, throaty croaks. The trees hang low and block out the sunlight. I feel a bit depressed in these conditions. Darian has been miserable as well. His poor, floppy ears are caked in mud. I will try giving him a buttermilk bath when we get out of here. I think he'll quite appreciate the pampering. On our third day of travel in the swamps, we were trudging through the sludge when Ezra noticed two clumps of brambles moving toward us. He shouted at us to ready our weapons. Sari started singing and vanished from sight. Ezra shot off two arrows, and as they hit the swamp monsters, they exploded in flames. Bolt rushed forward, a wave of rust-red magic streaming behind them, surrounding the rest of us, and engaged with one of the shambling mounds. They exchanged several blows with the monster, shielding themselves with their old shield. Victor's knives were swirling around him, and he commanded them to attack. Sarai also swung with her glaive at one of the mounds, ripping through it, exposing a mass of intertwined roots and branches. This attack was followed by an arrow from Ezra, dropping the monster to the ground. Bolt and I tried taking out the other ourselves, but it was a feisty one. It tried clutching Victor in its thorny grasp, but he expertly dove out of the way. Sari attacked again with her glaive, but it was Ezra who finished the fight with another of his perfect shots. The mounds were steaming on the ground, letting off the nauseous fumes of the swamp and death. Victor kicked one to make certain it was dead and then began picking up his knives. We heard a rustling in the bushes and prepared to fight another shrub, but met an archer instead. The same archer whom we had seen at the tent in Big Town. She demanded that we hand over the trap crystal. The king of the winter court, she explained has been using the trap crystals for evil purposes, whether to gain more power or spread plague and disease. I suspected the crystal wouldn't be used for good, but to hear that others were used to spread death broke my heart in two. But there was no way we could hand over the crystal. We needed to fulfill our mission, if anything, to protect ourselves from Tobin's wrath. The archer softened a bit and explained that... She had been looking for Ezra and was glad to have found him. She then introduced herself as Lucia, a member of the Withered Bow tribe, and Ezra's sister.
1: and welcome to session 24 of Tales of an Area. Woohoo! Yay! Sorry uh, to the pre-edit Corey, who has to hear everything really loud. Hey, I'm <laughs> Dallin. Yeah, we, yeah uh, <laughs> obviously, Preston is not Dallin. Um, that was a lie. Our first lie of the evening. Here you go. Epic dive for the first lie of the <clears throat> evening. Did, Did it go into the water?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> their
1: Excellent. Fishing, Off to see. a great start, yeah. I think. Um, Perfect. Yep. <laughs> Delicious. Six. Okay. It's been blessed. Um, <laughs> it's been blessed by the holy water of my mug. Yeah. Dallin unfortunately can't make it tonight. He is uh, moving to a new mi- neighborhood. Mr. He's Rogers is That's right. Mr. A Rogers is abandoning
4: his yep. existing neighborhood. Yep. Daniel Daniel Goodbye, Daniel Imagination Land. I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> meow meow. Meow meow.
1: Daniel, meow meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so we're going to go ahead and jump right in. or not hear the recap, huh? No, we're not. we're not. We have an announcement oh, to make. sorry. Go ahead with your announcement, sir. Uh, we actually have,
2: have a, sure, drum roll.
1: Okay. Edit, Scott, later drum roll. <laughs> it's gonna
2: be dead silence. Okay. Uh, we actually have a functioning discord now. Um, the link will be in the description <laughs> down below. Or everyone point down so everyone knows where to go. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's, open to everyone, please go ahead and jump on in. Make <laughs> sure you read the rules and then yeah. uh, enjoy. Is that all? Is it just a Discord? We have a Discord. We actually have a Reddit as well. Ooh, so uh, it. it's uh, reddit.com slash r slash tales of an area. And link in that, in the description as well. As well.
1: Down. I know it is also, exciting Bye Colby's Belly Ben. Yep, exactly. Bye yep. exactly. by no, I think by it's me. By me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Bye
0: Colby's yeah. Belly yeah.
1: <laughs> Yep. If you ever wondered what's under the table, it's links. It's yep. just links. Yeah. Just just infinitely. So many. Yep. Scrolling. <laughs> but we've been wanting to have one for a while, and yeah. we've been
2: having some requests. So yep, just to make
1: uh, just come enjoy. Um, there's a channel for episode discussion. One for like an area discussion. Do we have one for like Q? Oh, there's some.
2: There's some artwork. Uh, oh, yeah, we can make q
1: and A Q&A channel. Q
2: and A Q&A one. There's there's a couple of them in there. Yeah. So come so. check it out. Yep.
1: Cool. Um, anything else? Nope, that's okay. all I got. Sounds good. Well, thank you for setting that up, and let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, we begin mere moments after the revelation that the archer who assisted you in Big Town is now or, and is now demanding the trap crystal you are delivering is, in actuality, Ezra's sister.
0: Dun dun dun! <laughs> what? Thank you.
1: Uh, Ezra, for his part, looks stoic and doesn't speak, as if trying to wrap his head around yet another bizarre family revelation. The silence stretches out for only seconds, but it's enough to spur the scrap-clad woman forward with a huff. I'm sorry, she says. I don't have time for this right now. Uh, This part, I've already done it. And please just give me the crystal. As she talks, she brings her right gauntlet up to her faceplate just to kind of examine it. And as uh, as she lowers it down, you notice a small amber gem stuck in it with a flickering dull light. Several similar gems are inlaid around it. Uh, Infinity gauntlet. Infinity gauntlet. Uh yeah. But none of them are glowing, and all of them appear cracked. Uh, so she starts approaching and demands the the crystal.
0: Sorry, that was her shield, uh, that was
1: just a uh, gauntlet.
0: That oh, she had, okay. Yeah. Well, doy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was
5: Not the that gauntlet, or was actual uh, shield. What was
1: it? Um, like like all of the armor that bending. she. <laughs> it not has. Exactly. It's just kind of like scrap bolted no, I onto think her, like, and or, on her, I I'm thinking so. Brandon Sanderson I'm thinking Brandon Sanderson version. Kind of like Mad Maxian. Uh, stuff yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind, kind of like a, a wasteland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. and for any and for any who have any sort of like uh, history knowledge, proficiency in history, this is just kind of general knowledge. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, there are the the elves of the Pouncewind Prairies and the elves of the Ungolan Marshlands share a commonality in that there's a lot of airships and a lot of. Uh, like caravans that get destroyed and and attacked in the marshlands, and so the the tribes of elves have kind of become these wasteland scrappers and have adapted airship pieces and adapted a caravan, you know, artifice and everything onto their onto their tribe so that they can survive better in the marshlands. Um, so. So as she approaches, she says, "Look, we're about to run out of time," and and then before she can say anything else. A sound rings out through the glade—a deep gong that rings three times. The archer uh, springs into action immediately, pulling out what appears to be a small raven skull from a pouch at her side. She steps up to Bolt and holds the item out to him before saying, "Here, take this, and don't put it in your bag of holding this time."
3: This I, time. What
1: is it? Small raven it's skull. It's just a small raven skull.
0: Is there time magic?
1: I will take it. And then, uh, as you take it, she's moving again. I'm now cursed. <laughs> stepping up to Ezra and placing her right hand on his shoulder. Uh, she looks at you and she says, Good luck, everyone. Try not to die. And then she brings her left fist in a quick strike down on the back of her right hand before any of you can react. You all hear the crack of amber, followed by a flash of light. When it dissipates, both the Archer and Ezra are gone.
4: Ezra. Jaja, Wait, who had the ruby, the trap crystal?
1: Uh, I would assume that you guys were just kind of carrying it in the box because it couldn't really like fit into the bag.
2: Of so, cooking, did, so,
4: did she take that with her? No, I think I missed It
2: was like account. a coffin. All of us were holding one. Yeah, <laughs> so. it was like the ark. It cover. was on like a
1: it was on like a palanquin if you wanted to carry it that way. If you or, so or it could be strapped with to Darien. Yes, it's still, it's with, still with you with guys. Okay. I like the idea that maybe we've got it like roped up
2: and hanging, hanging off Darien. Okay. Yeah, try to keep it up above the swamp.
4: Yeah. What just happened?
2: I don't know. I would like to identify this. Okay, do I have enough time to try to do a ritual on it, or can we hear what what was that, that gong? gong?
1: <clears throat> what does it smell like? the The
4: Raven's <clears> gong. <throat> smell? <throat> it smells <laughs> like
1: just <laughs> just the area, the <laughs> area like a <laughs> uh, swamp uh, and morass. How did he make it into so morass? Affect- like <laughs> <more. My> gosh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a terrible it didn't smell. It did not smell like it doesn't smell metallic no. or like just no. Okay. The the puff of smoke didn't really do anything. The yeah, the the effect, whatever it is. Um, you can go ahead and, you can, if you want to cast Identify, you can. Hmm. Um, or you can... It actually, probably it would be a Detect Magic, would probably be better in this case. Because this isn't a specific... I mean, I guess it kind of is a magic item, but it, it probably is more of a Detect Magic. Uh, well, I mean, I guess if I not. choose an object...
2: If it's a magic item or some other magic imbued object, I learn its properties, how to use them, okay. whether it requires to admit.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, I it, will use this. I'll use a spell slot. Cast.
2: Okay. I cast identify.
1: On um. Them. So you you cast identify really quickly, as the rest of you kind of like start looking around, wondering what's going on. You can you can see like you can hear like a stillness come over the marshland. All of the kind of crickets and uh, frogs and toads that usually uh, create ambient noise have gone silent. Uh, this is a. This is a. Teleportation anchor of some kind. Uh, it is the receiving end of a teleportation circle. Hence why she did not want me to put it
2: in my bag of holding. Because they, they would appear in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. I will. I'll, I'll put it in uh, another pouch that's Kay. not a bag of what, holding.
4: What is it, both? What, what, what did she give you? Uh, it appears
2: to be some kind of uh, anchor for a teleportation spell. Uh, the. The the end point to so speak
4: so perhaps she can bring Ezra back uh,
2: that's that's my assumption as well um, based on based on what my magic is telling me
5: they're not going to teleport inside of your bag are they uh, they
2: might teleport inside this bag but it's kind of a small bag so they're not going <laughs> to
5: no catch no, no laser beam out of it, <laughs> <laughs> out of it. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: just just a pair of corpses
4: <laughs> mangled corpses do you think that was really his sister, and where did they go, and what was that gong? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> and she, she said something about, don't put it in your bag of
0: holding this time. She said, I've already explained this before, so something like that. She- Have you met
4: her before? Mm, I have not. I haven't met her at all. That, uh, well, yes, of course, I, cutting, recall. I
5: don't know.
0: We know that Ezra's mother's people were involved with the Infinite Sight. Mm. I wonder if, perhaps, she's utilizing time magic.
1: Mm. I'm going to um, start loosening the clasps
5: for some of my daggers. Okay. And uh, I want to use a couple bonus actions say, in case something happens, uh, hang on to these. I don't think something's afoot in the rest of the daggers that I don't give to these three. I'll just start... Spiraling around? Okay. Floating around. Um, yeah, uh,
1: Victor, you actually start seeing movement in your, um, your blind sight vision there are figures uh, moving just beneath the marsh <sighs> waters.
5: That gives me <laughs> yucky feeling. That's, like, that's um, like
1: Star Wars. <laughs> Swamps wow. are pretty yucky. Some, w- something's
5: coming. It's in the water. I do not, do we see a disturbance on the top? Uh,
1: yeah, on. you start seeing like the water kind of a bulge and bubble. Uh, the moss kind of slough away as these uh, lizard folk kind of burst out. Uh, they're wielding bone clubs, spears, shields, that sort of thing. Um, and let's see, it's about, yeah, it, some, it's just like a dozen or so scaled uh, lizard folk. And then uh, a moment later you hear thundering of hooves as several matted minotaur uh, rush into the clearing, carrying a palanquin between their massive arms. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of just step up and stop. And this palanquin is kind of this, uh, kind of really rotted wood, got a couple four stands on it. And then there's just like these marshy vines that are hanging, covering over it, and uh, they all just kind of stand there for a moment. Ergo black is the. That yeah, Ergo black.
0: That, that's that's
1: do what it is. Um, so the.
0: Were they centaurs or minotaurs?
1: Uh, minotaurs, okay. yes. Huh. And they kind of just stand there for a moment, uh, waiting, not really doing anything, not really acting like menacingly. And then the um, the mossy vines uh, kind of push back
2: oh, and uh, figure steps I need out. to roll for my casting a
1: spell. Oh,
2: <clears throat> sorry to interrupt.
1: Okay, go ahead and just add one. Um, this, this woman is a human woman, uh, draped in purple and green. Um, and she's got kind of colorful like multicolored bird plumage, kind of in a collar. She has black short hair that is kind of spiked backwards uh, with bangs that partially obscure her hazel eyes. And despite the sudden appearance of the force around you, the woman stands and gives you a deep bow before saying in a surprisingly educated voice, Greetings, messengers of Tobin Falk. I am Mirana Adair, voice of his grand eminence, Urgoblath. Emperor of the Winter Court and all the Ungolan marshlands. What was her name again? Uh, her Marana name is Adair. Marana Adair. I would like to personally welcome you to His Majesty's lands, uh, but to whom do I have the honor of addressing?
4: You this <clears throat> what was her name? Marana. Okay. Marana. Um. Yeah. Eve actually gets like sort of. I guess. Do you mean Saradon? More. <laughs> I, I do call myself Eve, often. <laughs> this Is this like a creepy stalker scenario? It no, is. It feels like, that way to me.
5: <laughs> I don't
4: know. Anyway. What sorry.
5: Is she bothering you? Yeah. <laughs> this is why we separated <laughs> you two. S- <laughs> Sere
4: actually gets... We're morphing gets... into one person. That's yeah. funny. All right, yeah, um, that's becoming cool. She she gets a lot more sort of, like, formal than than you guys have maybe ever seen her before, right? Like, oh, I didn't know you had that in you kind of thing, and, and she and she gets sort of very proper, and says, well met. My name is Sariodon. I hail from Moon, from the Summer Court, and I'm an ambassador. Um, we have, it, it, it has been many years since we've had much contact with our cousins from, from the Winter Court. By
1: design. But it is a pleasure to see a representative from the summer court. Although I was expecting someone working for Tobin.
4: Well, we have been tasked by Tobin to deliver something to the king. Um, I assume that you are able to take us to him. Of course, that is why I'm here. Well, we are known as the Wayward Watch. Um, uh, my companion and leader, actually, Eve, you. A pleasure.
0: Uh, nice to meet you.
4: Um, Bolt and... Uh, <laughs> I, I can't not say Vicky. Uh, <clears> throat> throat> You're like Vict and Victor. Victor. Uh, yeah, but it like her kind of. She kind of. trips over him, right? herself a little bit. See him like... brace himself
1: a little bit for like
4: his back goes a little
1: bit more rigid. But then you start. The Are kind you still of... wearing shorts? <laughs> no,
2: I got those tailored before I did that. Okay, <laughs> I mean, flood pants would be great in a swamp. Yep, everything's it, coming it. up, Victor. Victor. <laughs> and she
4: she almost says something about Ezra, but decides to hold her tongue there um, because it seemed as though. Uh, the sister that appeared and then vanished him away, um, did not want to be to have any confrontation with uh, the people that were coming. So I decided to kind of keep that t- to myself.
1: And she uh, so she takes a step off just directly off the palanquin and one of the minotaurs, uh, still holding it with one hand, like full-on like extends his his large hand down so that she can like ride it down. And she kind of pats him on the arm as uh, she passes. And she walks up to, uh, she walks up not to Eve, it looks like she's walking up to Eve at first, but she walks up to Darien and she uh, she kind of leans down and holds out her hand and kind of starts going, you know, in that kind of rabbit speech that you recognize as she's speaking with animals. And uh, Darien kind of like tilts his head and responds a little bit. And, and she kind of uh, rubs his ear a little bit. She goes, you have a magnificent, companion here.
0: Thank you. Uh,
1: I assume that uh, given the nature of uh, this wonderful uh, Darian, that you are a servant of one of the gods of nature. Is that correct?
0: I am indeed. Huh.
1: Which uh, god do you serve? Uh,
0: three goddesses.
1: The trio. The trio. Well, wonderful. I, I too am a servant of, uh, not of a nature um, spirit, but of nature itself.
0: So mm.
1: we are uh, kindred spirits of sorts. Indeed. And she says, Would you like to uh, accompany me? And I will take you to uh, our grand entertainment. Uh, we're ha- sort of having a, uh, a big council meeting, and you're the guest of honor, actually. Mm.
0: That's it, like,
4: unexpected. Is she. I want to do Insight Checker yeah, to check
0: yeah. see if she's being.
2: Oh, I was going to do the same. Thing. If she's being that way. Yeah, I'll let you go
1: She'd and be do that too, Eve.
4: Or, <laughs> What did you
0: roll?
1: have do you know. three
4: now. <laughs> that's it. That's a nineteen. Okay, much better. <laughs> so, are we just like looking for? Are we just like? I want to see. Yeah, 12? like when she talks about us being the the guests of honor. To me, like that, like red flags go off. Like, uh, are you having us to dinner, or you are having us <laughs> for four dinner? dinner? It, it how, seems how to like cook...
1: humans. No, <sighs> how to cook four humans. Yes. Yeah. It seems like you're expected, uh, and it probably seems like she's more referring to the item that you're bringing is the guest of honor rather than you. I see. Yeah, you're just the messenger. Mm. Okay.
2: We never decided whether or not we were going to try. I know, and now we're going to have to figure it out on the fly. Yep.
1: Just open it up on the way there.
4: (laughs) Hey, you want this catch (laughs) (laughs) and then run, (laughs) run away? Um, is there? Room
5: f- inside the palanquin
4: for a
1: couple, and she kind of waves to Eve and Cerradon specifically.
5: Oh, they aren't the couple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: right? <laughs> They're not. Of course.
4: <laughs> Wait, I, I got thought, you. I thought that's <laughs> what. Actually, since I like, finally, I got back. actually, Eve does. Er, oh wow. This is uh, So, <laughs> does uh, We should start we should start her even, <laughs> even She, she, she <laughs> blushes a little despite her her Ship, Only intention. joking. Can we airship you?
5: Only joking.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: that's exactly what it is here. No. And she and she uh, kind of uh waves a hand and two of the lizard folk uh, run over and they bring up their shields and kind of create a step so, so if you would two would like to join her up on the palanquin you can. Of course
4: all right and she says i apologize that there's not enough room for all eve, eve looks back at, at victor and says well, no problem sarah, don't forget to, wow this really is just, it's going to happen all night yeah, apparently do we need, need all these name tags yeah <laughs> we, need we, have, you we need have them need hey, just, well, hang just hang one in, for myself uh, yeah exactly um sarah looks back at victor and says uh, don't forget to gather my things before we take off thank you and goes inside the black Even though I have no things, but <laughs> I just wanted them. Yeah, hand-craggy uh, 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 overall. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like you back.
1: Victor picks up a scoop of mud for later. <laughs> Here's your stuff. Um, Can I attune to mud? <laughs> I'm mud. So Eve and Saradon, do you both uh, get up onto the, the palanquin? Yeah, I do anyway.
0: I'll say, um, I would feel a little bad leaving Darien down here in the mud by himself.
1: I if if you would be so uh, willing i could help him be with you during the time
0: and how would you do that
1: i have magics that might be able to reduce his size a little bit for you i want to pet Bunny darian
0: (laughs) all right as long as he can go back to his normal
1: size of course and she she turns to darian and again she kind of does that little you know chitter speak and darian kind of his head a little bit left to right, which causes his ears to flop a little bit, but he doesn't—he uh, doesn't like shrink away. As she brings her hand out and, and uh, casts reduced person on Darian and shrinks it down to, we'll just say, uh, for the sake of reduced person, like it's supposed to be one size, one size smaller. smaller. But uh, we'll Darian. just say for this sake, it turns into or like Darien's ears slide out know? on the top of the mirror and he's. I'm so to happy swear. right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, is, yeah, He and, is too, I'm sure. And she she picks up Darian and she hands uh, him to you.
0: Darien, you're so adorable. Can I
1: hold
4: him?
0: Of course. (laughs)
4: He's gonna throw it. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) We're
2: waiting for this moment. (laughs) One mile later.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: (laughs) Poor Darien's speed's reduced, so he's just watching as the carriage gets further and further away.
4: Yeah. (laughs) No, Darien, Sere, and that's my name uh-huh. <laughs> um yes. i think is call, <laughs> call yourself darian from over there no okay sees darian as um like i think i think there is maybe a little jealousy but like at the same time he's so adorable that she can't help but sort mm-hmm. of love him in spite of herself yep um so yeah maybe hey. he's 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 competition but but okay you know one that 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 she also embraces <clears throat>
1: Sounds good. Uh, so, Victor, w- what about your knives? Are you bringing them back in or are you still having I'll them kind them, of? i let the three that I put on defense just still be out. Mm-hmm. Okay. With so, the, the three that you handed to everybody are the, a defensive knife. Yeah, with specifically, one is
5: Clinch, Non, Mist.
1: Okay. And then the other ones you said that were kind of dancing in the air, did you bring those ones back? Um, I'll kind of like have them kind of reduce in like, instead of like spinning around me like this, Mm -hmm. I'll basically just kind of have them hanging behind me, kind of like uh, feathers off the back of a cloak. Okay, cool. So they're at the ready, but they're not... um, whatever. Okay. Uh, so the path through the marshlands seems far easier with Marana in the lead. Uh, deep bogs that would cause hours of delay are navigated with a wave of the hand and the creation of a deep tangle bridge, or the simple movement of otherwise stagnant water. She's Moses. <laughs> a little swamp, bit, like swamp, she seems like she's got mo- a really good That's control, Moses. Moses. swamp
5: Moses. Swamp, Moses. <laughs> um, it's
3: a. It's gonna be about half a day's travel <laughs> of
1: a seemingly an endless rotation of bog, marsh, swamp, wetland bog, marsh, wetland swamp, you know, change it up a little bit. Um, so, is there anything that you want to discuss or talk with her about yeah. as you're traveling? Um, so, and you outside, you can also speak with the, the Minotaurs, though the lizard folk are you know, like, scouting around. And, I think, yeah.
4: I think Sere <laughs> is gonna wanna try and get, because like Bolt said, or I suppose Scott said, um, I think we were all a little bit unsure, right, as to whether or not we actually wanted to hand this thing over. Right. And, and the last thing that, you know, at the end of last episode, when, when, um, oh boy, uh, I don't remember her name. When.
0: We never heard her name. Uh, Lucia. Sister, Lucia. Yeah, we
4: did. Lucia. We did hear her name. Yep. She was like, you know, you can't give that to them. And so that I think mm-hmm. caused us to have even greater reservation. Right. yeah So I think Sarah is going to try and get a feel for like, What's going on in the Winter Court? Like, what, uh, you know, what's the, what's the intent with this gem? Why did they want it so badly? What are they going to do with it? Okay, with so yeah, I mean, I,
1: I guess the best way to do <laughs> play that would just be to play it out. Yeah.
4: Are there any Turkish delights or
1: little people <laughs> that say Winter Nam Nams? The no in inside <laughs> the uh, palanquin there is kind of like there's a couple cushions okay. there are a couple like chocolates and everything that have been set out but so, there's so no, no not lights. not not the tail, or not areas, not uh, chronicles uh, the cushion, chronicles chronicles right. yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah.
1: that's what I have in my head
5: right now is that mm. so what's your face what you mirana what, what you um you if you, if you don't <clears throat> if you
4: if you don't if you don't mind me asking uh, what is it that you're planning on doing with um the creature inside the the trap crystal i'm i'm very curious
1: i i would not uh, deign to know the specific paths for lord ergoblast um i assume that he is either going to uh, bind it into service or uh, consume its power for his own uh, i didn't know you could do that it's not a ritual that they would teach uh, those in Taria Moon. It's not, not, it's not. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Just, it's not something <laughs> they would tell a Jedi. No, uh, no, I just had a. <laughs> he's a large bullywug. Yeah.
2: I just had an uh, image of him, like, releasing it and I'd be like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the ritual. He's, that's um, how he lives. consumes their power. Oh. Interesting.
1: I hope that's not off putting uh, as members of uh, Mr. Falk's. Uh, organization, I would assume that uh, you would have no issues with um,
4: the dealings of the Winter Corps. Of course not. In fact, I'd love to know more about why it is that you've secluded yourselves from, from the rest of the courts in recent years. Of course. It's it's more of a necessity. Um,
1: Ergoblath is... And she kind of looks around, and she makes sure that none of the Minotaurs Bear are muss. really listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and she goes, uh, Lord Ergoblath is... A bit wary of uh, anyone who would try to claim his power, and that has led to a lot of uh,
5: closed off uh,
1: situations.
2: Does he have a. Does he have a pale, small human with stringy hair whispering things in his ear a <laughs> bunch? A I'm time. glad that <laughs> that's non canon
1: because you're outside of the palanquin
2: of uh, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: uh, I see. Well, I don't. I, I, I'm a little nervous that that seeing a representative from the Summer Court, he might get a little jittery. Is he going to be offended by my presence?
1: If you uh, keep the fact that you're from the Summer Court on the down low, you might have an easier time of things. Mm. Well, thank you for the advice. I would be very formal around Ergoblath and not make any sort of sudden
4: moves or uh, dangerous indentations. Mm. Of course can be rather jittery mm-hmm. um tell us about this ceremony that that we're going to you said there's some sort that we we're, were to be guests of honor oh,
1: you've you've attended uh, council meetings of the summer court before of course it's uh, sort of our version of that it doesn't happen often, but uh, every now and then Ergoblath has the heads of the various sections of the ungolan marshlands meet together and Talk about any sort of issues that they might be having. Um, there is the special honor of the of the of the crystal that you're bringing tonight, so uh, that is also a, a fine little extra, on cherry on top, as it were.
4: Hmm. Uh, if you, if you don't mind, has has this sort of thing happened before? Have have you been? Uh, has has the king been requisitioning uh, other such artifacts?
1: The. The uh, Lord Emperor has uh, requisitioned a few of these artifacts before. Um, this is the third of its kind that mm-hmm. will be brought here. Uh, the first one was given to um, <coughs> one of our favored uh, representatives in the Swamplands. The second one was consumed by Ergoblath himself, and this third one remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. This is a special deal that Ergoblath has had with a mysterious benefactor. Mm. Uh, not...
4: Um. Boy, Tiger man. Tobin. Tobin. Not Tobin. No.
1: Uh, the other ones were not dealt with through Tobin, mm-hmm. uh, although he was the go-to man for this one because that is where it was coming from. I see.
5: What am
4: I not thinking of, Eve?
0: Are <clears throat> so the people who who live here in the Angolan marshlands? I'm I've never visited here. I'm from. The opposite end really? of our beautiful world. Mm. Um, are there a, a lot of, of different uh, tribes who who live here? or
1: Yes, mostly you've got your uh, tribes of Lizardmen that uh, surround here. You've got the polywugs that are all directly under Ergoblath's command. Um, we've got uh, the, the Minotaurs that live here. There's a few uh, hags that uh, kind of Wander around and uh, come to the courts every now and then, um, and then of course we've got our harpy contingent that uh, handles things, and and the harpy contingent. There are a few. There are a few random, scattered peoples throughout, mm. as well. It's sort of a collection of misfits. Mm. Um, you're actually. Uh, it's very lucky that you didn't uh, have any sort of dangerous trip up here. The in Marshlands mm. is notorious for that.
4: Only, only some shambling mounds. That didn't give us too much trouble. They they definitely
1: do get uh, excited at the prospect of new prey. That's for mm. sure. Uh, there are a lot of undead around as well, so be careful if you do wander off. You may find yourself being dragged under by a zombie or a skeleton if you're not careful.
4: Mm. I think. Wait. I think we could deal with zombies and skeletons.
0: We certainly could. We have in the past.
4: Um, you say it's going to take
1: a day and a half. Uh, just a half day. A half yep. day. Mm-hmm. So if there's if there's anything else that you want to ask
4: her, let me know. I'd but like to try and find a moment to, um, well, share with um, Bolt and Victor like yeah. what we've talked about. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make an excuse. I have to relieve myself. I want to stretch my legs. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, check in on on,
2: on myself. I Have to relieve
4: myself while stretching my legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's, well, yeah. anyway. Um, and so I wanna go out and just kind of share with you guys what um, what what we've yeah. learned.
1: So let's talk about uh, that. Did you guys want to do anything on
5: this yeah. journey?
2: Uh, I was thinking I would try to find, um, I don't know, see. Do any of the guards look, it's hard to tell, but do any of them look sort of friendly? Maybe, maybe any of them, they're like a little more cheerful than the others. Uh, Cheerful miniature. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, they look—they don't look like they're "don't talk to me" kind of thing. Yeah, right? that's like that's normal. I want to yeah. try to
2: find one that I can uh, try to befriend mm-hmm. a little bit. Now, uh,
1: sorry, a quick point of order is um, when when she shrunk Darien, the box did not shrink I, with I, her. Did I, I grabbed to? it and I, okay. I, I
2: I I used the uh, bulb yarn and put it on my back. Okay, perfect. All right, uh, uh,
0: yeah, yarn. So
1: as you guys are <laughs> marching along, uh, you can walk up to just kind of this brown and white speckled minotaur Uh excuse me sir uh yes uh bolt right correct and your name you can call me uh Merim. Merim. Yep. Yep. Uh, nice to meet you nice to meet you as well um
2: so this is before yeah so I, I want to be like so um it appears that we are to be guests of your your king
1: is that correct uh yes Emperor ergo blast
2: um what can you tell me about about your emperor? Is he is he uh, uh, kind and generous, or is he someone that I should make sure I uh, stay stay apart from?
1: I would recommend you treat him with the respect he deserves, and you can hear the delay in his voice when he says <laughs> between uh, respect and deserve, um, and he says it's best to just. Speak softly, quickly, and don't upset him. Like most emperors, <laughs> uh, all, all of the minotaurs
2: that are listening. Are, <laughs> yeah. They do they just the just cow cow and <laughs> a little bit. They <laughs> just do like <laughs> the uh, the cow snort, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah.
5: um, don't throw oh, off his groove.
2: That's uh, very good to know. Um, <laughs> I also have a non uh, non related question. I'm actually. Uh, here uh, for this, of course, but I'm looking for something um, that, that seemed to have crashed in the swamp uh, many, many years ago, um, well, an, an airship of sorts that I was actually on.
1: Really? Yes. Oh, well, sorry to say, there's a lot of airships that crash into the swamp. Um, is, how long ago was this? Oh, I would say about 78 years ago. That's a long time and you, you kind of see that little ear flick like it, it it triggers like a memory in his head of like just like a weird one of those like this reminds me of something I can't really remember what and he says he says I was I was I was not around during that time. obviously I wouldn't be able to pinpoint you to an exact location. Do you have any idea of where it could be? It's kind of hard to imagine that it hasn't been claimed by the swamp at this point. Would I have no, would I know a general direction? Like, do I
2: have a, like a sense of feeling of, of like where it would be? Um, um, maybe just like as I get closer. Maybe does it feel like I'm? I'm...
1: Give me an Arcana check. Okay. Because you do have a piece of your. Core. Um, fifteen. Fifteen. I'm gonna use a I'll use a luck die. Okay. Plus six. So Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, you actually do get a general feeling of there's something pulling you uh, to the northwest. I got it right this time. I know that I got it right this time. <laughs> um, do I know, like,
2: a uh, rough distance? Like, oh, it's X amount of days walk away? here. Or... No, not really. Um, uh, it seems to have gone down. Uh, I, I can't remember exactly, so I'm trying to find out. But about uh, somewhere in the northwest of here. Northwest? northwest yes. Does any ships
1: make it out northwest? Hmm. Apparently we did. Hmm. Usually if they if they make it through the marshlands at all, or if they don't make it through the marshlands, they're intercepted uh, early on. Our our people are really good about raiding those caravans. Or not our people the the people of the Marshall Freud. Yeah. Would
2: you have you heard I, of any What have I done? What have I become? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard of any Anything in your past, uh, perhaps from a, a, a relative or maybe a grandfather or something that heard of anything happening around around that time uh, in that direction,
1: maybe a some kind of a legend or something. My father, when he was dying, he was not of the right mind, and he used to tell stories of this great flash in the sky. He said he was he was there when the fog claimed the northwest and that's around the same time that those rumors started, you know, the shifting islands that exist out there but uh, he, he started claiming that he saw a falling star that night and it, I, I don't know if it's you obviously that's a little far-fetched to think that you would come from nowhere but uh, it seemed
2: odd it's her. Well, it's as good a lead as any as I've gotten so far. Um,
1: well, I hope you find your ship for whatever reason you're looking for. i
2: I'm, I'm not really I don't really care much for the material portion of the ship itself. I'm trying to recover some memories and figure out what happened to uh, myself and some crewmates that I
1: I know I've had. Best the best of luck to you then. I know that uh, watching someone flounder with their memory is never a fun prospect.
2: My memory is generally good other, up to that point. I, I don't remember anything further than than r- right after that. Um, if you do by chance hear of <clears> anything <throat> else uh, while we
1: are, uh, I will let normal, you know. You know there yeah. is, and he kind of like looks towards the pallium king makes sure that uh, nobody's listening inside the pallium king. <laughs> uh, before he says, there is a a visitor in castle that came from the northwest, came from the fog itself. You may want to speak with that particular trio. You'll know them; they're pretty out of place.
2: A trio, okay. In in, and that's where we're headed. Yes, castle. Okay. <clears throat> and it kind of straightens
1: up. Um, thank you for your time. No problem. And he just kind of, like, just turns back ahead, you know, yep. considering the conversation over. Uh, Victor, what about you? Is there anything? Um, Victor would be just closely watching, or okay. I guess listening, for mm-hmm. any, like, any trouble that might be nearby. And especially, he's he's not very <coughs> trusting of the people around here. And he's a little bit just, like, just simmering inside, thinking about, like, if he could just put some mud on one of his daggers and go dump it on Sarah's head, how <laughs> funny it would be and then he doesn't do it. Okay. <laughs> just kind of like... And and it's as if you, like, thinking about, like, torturing her in some minor way, mm-hmm. uh, summons Sarah yeah, because she, like, comes out of the... Think yeah. of the devil. <laughs> <Yeah>. you ray. <right. laughs> <laughs> think how funny it would be if she's, like, in the middle of the cords, and she's got this nice dress on, and then... <laughs> yeah.
4: So, yeah, <laughs> Sari will come out and just say, uh,
5: Walt, Vicky, who's that? <laughs>
4: Um, <laughs> I, I believe she has something to tell us, <clears throat> and so yeah, she'll s- try and sort of so softly we'll walk up and surreptitiously yeah. as we're walking along. Um,
1: Do you like jump down from the holly like, you know, to talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: I get some distance. Yeah, I go out to where they are and find them and kind of pull them aside. Okay, and it's like, well, it looks like the plan is to present the trapstone, trap crystal, to the king. To the emperor, sorry. Make sure you don't confuse that. God king. They they seem a little emperor, touchy on that.
2: Apparently, apparently, he's very particular.
4: Um, and I think that, well, he might either try to trap it into it to into his service, which I can't imagine would be a good thing, or consume it, making him taking taking upon himself its power, hmm. which apparently he's already done. And I also can't imagine that would be a particularly good thing. <sighs> That said the, it might be a little difficult at this point to prevent it outside of well maybe getting the uh, the demon creature on our side. I thought I'd maybe have a chat with it.
1: um I
2: don't <laughs> know if I would particularly recommend that, as when I did it, it was very. Uh, how this? it was quite difficult to
4: to resist its uh, charms if you will yeah. well if you see me start to go more dark than usual I can kill you try to stop me <laughs> and oh. she'll like reach inside the box and like, <laughs> keep, like grab the, I the for, crystal
1: <laughs> alright so your hand reaches in and touches the crystal yeah. uh, automatically you see the green face of the uh, slad inside the Grebometh. Grey, I thought you said. What was it? He is grey and color, yes.
4: What, what was his name? Grebometh. Grebometh, yeah. Okay. Gebonef. Gebonef. Sorry, Gebonef.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Hello! Ah. You feel like the type of
4: person that I would like to
5: get to know. <laughs> no,
4: dear. Well, um. I'm not quite sure if the feeling's mutual, but. I appreciate the sentiment. Hmm. What was your name again? Uh, Geboneth, right? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm, I keep on
1: thinking uh, Grebometh now, uh, because I miss mis- it. Geboneth.
4: Geboneth, oh, well met. My name's Ceridon. Um Saradon. what? So you smell like dwarf. Well, there's a bit of that in me, yes. Um, not a lot. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm I'm more elf, I'd say, than dwarf, at least in my heart. Anyway. Um. Question for you. How how do you like the idea of being consumed by a big toad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see we're
1: starting with strange questions. Ceradon, elf more than dwarf. Uh, I would say on a scale of uh, yes to no, probably a no. Well, Tell me, how would you feel about having one of your arms replaced with a tentacle? Hmm.
4: I can see that that would come in handy at times, but mm. I think not handy. I'd probably <laughs> tentacly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd probably prefer to keep my arms. Hmm. Very well. So, here's the thing. Uh, currently, this trap crystal that you're encased in— which, by the way, I'd love to hear the story of how that happened—but maybe at a later date, because mm. we're uh, a little short on time right now.
1: You get you get some quick mental flashes. Uh huh. Um, You see this uh, this slod uh, watching as a village of people argues with themselves and literally tears themselves apart. Like not not like limb from limb, but like they they get into a sort of a civil war inside. And you can tell that this is in the uh, southeastern portion of an area mm. and he he's laughing and he's and he's having just the you get this feeling of you're just having the greatest time in the world mm. you know this is exactly what you want this is the perfect uh, life for you uh and then it quickly flashes over to uh you moving towards your next target as if you were the slad uh wandering through the woods when all of a sudden uh, there are dwarves around you with mm-hmm. the clan fallow shield crest mm-hmm. uh, rushing towards you. Obviously like this being doesn't recognize that crest as, as specifically fallow Shield yeah. until he learns the name later. Um, but you see them uh, surrounding you and driving you back despite you know your claws rending through several of them and uh, you trying to escape they manage to uh, push a crystal up against your chest and suddenly you're in a void.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Ah, that was revealing. Yes. Um, Right, so currently you're being taken to um, Ergoblath, he's the emperor of the Winter's Court, not sure if you've heard of him. Mm, No. But apparently he has a thing for uh, consuming creatures of your ilk, and taking your power for himself. Um, interesting again assuming that you're maybe not interested in that happening to you of course i can say we're not particularly interested in him growing any stronger than he currently is um just thought i'd float the idea out there that perhaps if a fight breaks out um if you could help us defeat them maybe we could try and help ensure that you don't get consumed by a an ugly toad if
1: you free me,
4: I will gladly kill any that you wish. But you'd leave my companions and I safe? Of course. Hmm. Who are your companions? Wait, I'll find out.
1: Yeah. And then you feel the reverse effect. You feel something clawing at your mind. You can try and resist it if you want, or you can allow it to happen. Um, will resist
4: or do I need to make
1: like a yes. save? Yes. Uh, sorry. Give me an intelligence saving throw. Not one of
4: my stronger saving throws. How far away is the paladin? <laughs> uh, far enough away that you not you ten let... feet. Nope. Uh, yeah, it's a thirteen. Is this a charm effect? A Thirteen. <coughs> uh, it, it is
1: happen-
4: not a charm. It's mm-hmm.
1: it's like a mind reading effect. Okay. you say,
4: mm-hmm. Do you
5: have like advantage on some of
4: those Uh, to being charmed. No, actually no, because I am a, I'm a custom lineage. I'm not an actual like elf or half-off.
0: As your mother would always remind you. Right, exactly.
1: (laughs) Uh, 13. Okay, so it starts just like, tearing through your mind, looking at memories, like picking, it's almost like something is like ripping your memories away and looking at them and then discarding them mm-hmm. like a, a child playing with toys and it decides that they're not that interesting. Okay. So it, it finds all of your friends. It's so very, very offended. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden it reels back and it says, fellow shield liar.
4: <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> you think that I would fall for any more tricks from your clan? It's true that I have recently been recruited by the Fallowshield clan. It does not change um, the truth of what I'm telling you, and of our own desires to not see the Emperor grow in power. Uh, Go ahead and give me a persuasion check at this point, but you're
1: going to have disadvantage because of your orientation with the, or your alignment with the
4: uh, Shield clan. Let's see, persuasion you said? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. With disadvantage, even.
1: <clears throat> I suppose if you agree to free me, it would
5: put a quite the mark on the Fallowshield clan. Hmm.
1: I accept. Free me from this crystal. I will kill
4: this Ergoblath for you. Right, well, no promises. But when the time comes, if we manage to make that happen, you'll know it was me that did it. Look for me and my companions uh, to not harm us. And then she lets go of the, of the, crystal. Okay.
1: All righty. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. So you guys, you guys watch. Like basically, you mm-hmm. are um, just watching. Ceridon... Like just sit there. I I think that uh, unlike Bolt, where like you were kind of taken off guard, so you were talking out loud. uh, She is talking in her head, so you don't see. Right. Yeah. During the encounter, wherever wherever you stowed the the blade, I I would have subtly like kind of turned it inward in case something happened to try and like prick you or something to get the wake up. And so as soon as she kind of shakes out, he'll kind of relieve the pressure of
4: the dagger. You still do it. Yeah. Oops. So so yeah, she just she kind of turns to, to Bolt and Victor and says, Well we had a chat. I let him know about what's in store for him. Um, obviously I don't think he wants to be eaten by a toad or or bound to its service either for that matter. I don't imagine anyone would want to be eaten no. by anything. No
5: put into slavery.
4: Um, he wants us to free him, promises that he'll kill everything that's an enemy of ours and not harm us. Not exactly sure what would be worse to free a slad or to let it be consumed by Ergoblath. But I just wanted to keep our options open. We'll go. Think on it. I'd I better get back to the palanquin before she suspects something. I'll let Eve know. Sounds good. And she, like, goes back. Slide a hand gets in. Running a small piece of mud. At
1: the <clears throat> okay, that's a nine. Side <laughs> of hand, 19! Oh, <laughs> uh, go ahead. I, that beats your passive perception. I doubt. And you're that's not a big one, yeah, but I'm just—it's just like <sighs> a little thing, and just like. Yeah. Somehow, when Ceradan is running, it, you kind of feel like you get accidentally get some mud on the back of your head. Okay. <laughs> like around the <sighs> back of your neck, so it like goes down the back of your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but you quickly just like hop up. If you want one of the Minotaurs, will offer a hand as you're yeah. like. Moving towards, and you can just parkour up there. Yeah, I'll do it.
5: Parkour, that. parkour, parkour, parkour.
1: And uh, and you enter in. And Eve, uh, have you been just like chatting with uh, Marana at this time? Yes, we've
5: been talking
0: about nature and <laughs> animals and yeah.
1: yeah. So you uh, you step in, and Marana's saying, and uh, after I left Archdom, I just uh, started wandering in the swamps and. I found I found my home among the mossy creatures.
0: Mm, so fascinating. Yeah,
1: it's uh, not a pleasant story being kicked out by your family, but uh, mm. it's one of those things that um, you do with what you can what you can. Absolutely. Oh. Um, and that kind of explains why she appears a little bit more educated than you might be imagining. Uh, and then she says, ah, I think we're about here. Just as uh, Saradon comes in, and all of the like, all of the vines peel back so you guys can get a look. And right? Just the whole like,
3: yeah, <gasps> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like grandmother willow vines, right? Mm-hmm. That are hanging off this thing. Um, grandmother willow. So the path through marshlands. Uh, hey, no, no, don't scratch the chair. That's rude. Uh, the tree line finally clears to reveal the crumbling ruins of an old keep lying ahead. The first thing that catches your notice is a broken statue of an elven woman. Uh, She should be beautiful, but the radiant marble is stained with mud and grime, and the arms are crumbled to dust, and the head has been detached and hangs from a tangle of thick vines and branches halfway down her body. The tangle has even burst through the eye socket and mouth of the statue, turning whatever goddess or hero it represented into a mockery of itself." Mm -hmm. Uh, the crumbling walls of the castle itself used to be sweeping stone arches, and its once tall spires are now all broken remnants of their former selves. And she says, "Welcome to Castle Ungolen.
2: This is the second one that
1: burnt down, fell over and <laughs> in <bell>. the swamp, yes, but <laughs> yes, the third one—the third one stayed up.
5: I feel like I could sing. No, 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 that. Again.
1: Uh, you are, you're led past the uh, rotting gates into a courtyard that has been modified to stand as a makeshift amphitheater slash throne room. Um, so you see a stone circle that sits in the center, carved with images of the sun, moon, and the stars, and all these like different star constellations uh, that have been cracked and worn down to nearly nothing by time. Uh, stone rubble is piled along the outsides of the, the closest wall to you, and so we'll say that you guys come in from the south, and then the east-west walls kind of have the same, same pile of stone. And uh, creatures of all types, representing the different peoples of the marshlands, are kind of scattered about through these stands. Um, specifically, you see several harpies sitting across one of the broken parapets, the, their leader identifiable by the many shiny trinkets uh, that seem to almost weigh her down so she cannot fly, that hang from her red feathered body. You see lizard folks of various tribes. A dozen painted symbols on display from the different uh, peoples around. Uh, that and you can see that they are they are just kind of like standing off to one on one of the rubble stands, just kind of like chatting amongst themselves, not really engaging too much with the other peoples. Um, there is a group of gnolls that cackles off to one side, a uh, few wrestling and fighting amongst themselves. Their leader, a large white speckled beast, pushes the fighters against one another, egging them on. Uh, The minotaurs actually set the palanquin down and uh, bow to Marana before heading over to join a massive uh, female of their species, nearly two heads taller than she is. And she rubs the head of each uh, lovingly as they come home, welcoming them back. And then scattered among all the different peoples are Bullywugs, uh, small frog-like creatures with green or yellow skin, your standard kind of, they look like upright, you know, Mr. Toads, etc. cetera. Um, <laughs> they, they are kind of scurrying about, they, they have weapons on them, but you can see that they're very much like a staff as, they, as they'll as like run up to a lizard folk, we'll listen for a moment and then nod and run off uh, for some other things, their little feet plaiting away as they head off to get whatever they need. Um, and then the only out of place group sits near the far side of the courtyard, just below where the the main throne sits. And we'll get to the main throne in a little bit here. Um, a trio of figures sits and discusses matters quietly to themselves. The woman in the middle wears a bl- wears black leathers and sports a wood and metal kind of arm in place of her right arm. And you can see there's some, sort of this like metal hook that uh, looks like it would be perfect to like pull the trigger, uh, which probably goes along with the large crossbow that's sitting off on her side.
0: Which arm was that? Uh, That
1: was her right arm that was missing the the hand. Uh, Her head is covered by a wide black horn helmet that seems to cover the upper half of her face, even her eyes. So it kind of stretches out from here and kind of like a long kind of, and then curves upward. Um, Next to her is a rather bored looking gnome twirling a wide wax mustache with one hand and patting his small paunch with the other as he just waits for something to happen. And the final member towers over uh, both the others, a a gigantic crocodile looking lizard folk Mm. uh, with a serrated blade uh, propped up against the wall and sharp teeth that watches you enter. Uh, His neck jingles as he kind of moves with a necklace that seems to be small brass trophies of some kind. And Morana kind of steps out and she turns around and she says, Uh, Welcome to the Winter Court. Uh Emperor Ergoblath will be making his appearance shortly. And she waves up to the large kind of uh the large stone throne that looks like it's been haphazardly carved. And uh behind it is like a massive portcullis that has been set down. And um Victor, you're the you got the best hearing here. You do hear something like moving around behind that big portcullis, just kind of like a a weird okay. movement of some sort. I'll, I'll kind of keep my ear trained to that. Mm-hmm. And she says, um, "Feel free to mingle, uh, as is the custom, and uh, once we are ready to begin, uh, we'll call you forth when it's your turn." And It was wonderful to meet
0: you. It, it was wonderful meeting you as well. Mm-hmm. When, when will Darien? Be...
1: Oh, and she she goes ahead and just waves her hand and dismisses the spell and um, returns him you back so to much. normal. I
0: prefer him this size.
1: I know. I, and if you do, I can I can see about getting you some potions that might make him small when you need him to
0: be. Oh, I would love
1: that. I, I think he's adorable, and it's worth the time.
0: Oh, thank you. Yes.
1: And she kind of, uh, now if you'll excuse me, I do have to mingle as well. Absolutely. And she just kind of wanders off, leaving you alone, surrounded by monstrous creatures of the Ungol and <laughs> So we're
0: at a networking event. Got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: Very awkward networking um, event. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Bolt sees the trio and instantly is like, the Trio of people, not the, the people actual trio, yeah, not the trio, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trio with, only, a, with a small t. I've yes. only seen, I've only seen like the tail of
1: one of the trio, if mm-hmm. I recall
2: correctly. That's yeah. it.
1: Um, um, also, thank you for reminding me to note that, uh, as is the case with most courts, there are nature spirits in attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, you see representatives like of the different creatures of the swamp, there's like a there's a large centipede like creature that just kind of like sits mm. in the corner. The creatures of the swamp. <laughs> yeah, uh there's uh like big some frogs. Slug. Like yeah, there's the like beach. a the, the basically the nature spirit of the spider is here, and, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. Basically all the ones that the other courts probably would would consider a little bit like you're on it's the tasteful. the lower side yeah, of the, the, the a big the, slug with like the upper yeah. half of a human on top. <laughs> <laughs> no, like they're all animals. These are animal okay, spirits, yeah. Um yeah, there is a snail a giant snail here though. He blinks one eye at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone um, bumps into it and goes, <laughs> "Yeah." But but notably, like <sighs> unlike with the summer court, or uh, I guess you guys haven't really experienced too much with the other courts. But unlike with fall, the summer fall, court, fall, where but... everybody is kind of like mingling with the nature spirits and talking with them, they are mostly they they mostly just here, uh, or they're mostly just here as observers. Mm-hmm. They just seem to be like watching, and they seem more subdued in their uh, dealings with the mortal mm-hmm.
4: races. So, Eve, because that's your name, not mine.
1: Oh, good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, here you go, here's an epic dice
4: for getting the name right. That went the wrong way. Wow. Right. Thanks. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> mm-hmm. um, what do you suppose, and, and she wants to say this, like, make sure that nobody's around to overhear, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you suppose would be worse? Letting uh, Urgoblath have the power of this slad, or freeing it and letting it kill everything, but then losing a slad on the world.
0: Well, have you ever fought one before?
4: Mm. How how much do what I know about like the general power level of a slad? Give me give me a give me a history check. Let's
2: see
1: hey. let's see what uh, uh, can I, I also
2: know? do a history check as well? Yeah, because I have talked. A That's bit.
1: a natural one. You have never like, you, you okay. Your your intelligence is an eight. You've never re, you've never done any sort of research on um, fighting slats before. 15. 15. Um, you know that they are they are fairly powerful creatures. And, and not
4: I I didn't mention this. Sorry, by the way. Like I, I would have wanted to gather everybody yeah, together. And I like, think
1: I think much. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat>
4: feel well, free to mingle. <laughs> that, if, may, if
2: I may interject, um, slats are fairly powerful creatures. However. It was captured once by the Shields.
4: Right, but they they did have the trap crystal and in order to free it, we'd have to destroy it. So I'm not sure what our chances would be of freeing it and then killing it ourselves, which is sort of my very uh, shooting from the hip plan. I
2: guess my point
4: would be mainly if we were
2: unable to defeat it ourselves and had to flee or it escaped, there's a possibility that the fellow could,
4: could capture that That's again true. I can't help but think that I'd maybe not be very true to the the clan who has recently offered to adopt me were I to simply free it and then run away um, not that they would know but still honor all that she looks at
2: Victor. <laughs> we also we also don't know... The, um, Geboneth may have given you his word, but how how much can we trust?
4: Right, that, that, was, that was part of it. That if we freed him, he promised not to hurt us.
5: Did you get it? But I didn't
4: say anything about us not trying to hurt.
5: Did you get it in writing? No. Very important. It's a little difficult to transfer contracts between... The you need one i've got one right here i can write but there's the whole I, trap crystal thing that's sort uh, of pushed it up against it
4: maybe you can like <laughs> the door
2: does does have a good point if if it's not some kind of binding contract whether magical or otherwise i i i can't personally trust in anything it says
3: Perhaps well, we would you have
2: told would you have told us how what you saw yeah. with its whole uh how it was captured. How, well, yeah, and the thing before with the town.
4: Yeah, with the people, it like tearing the people apart and mm-hmm. stuff, yeah, absolutely. So it does...
0: I think we might be a bit underpowered to handle it ourselves, but perhaps there's others here that could help maybe, us. Maybe
4: we ought to approach some of the nature spirits. They don't seem particularly... what's the word? I don't know. Fond of the other court members here? Maybe they maybe they don't have much of an alliance. Wouldn't hurt to ask, I suppose.
0: Absolutely.
2: I um, I think I might go and talk to um that trio of individuals down there. They look like the some crocodile. sort of yes, uh, some sort of mercenaries or. would definitely
0: um, like to have them on our dead. side. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: if it came to a fight, yes. Well, um. We'll um, talk to the spirits.
0: Nature spirits. I can mingle. Weird looking.
4: You talk to the um to the to the mercenary folk. Scary looking.
0: <laughs> Hook, Captain Hook. There, with no. the cro, with TikTok Croc. Mm-hmm. They're friends now.
2: <laughs>
0: Whoa.
2: This is dark Disney. <laughs> and uh, and the, the gnome is is uh, Smee, <laughs> <It's me>. Smee.
1: Yep. <laughs> he is wearing, and he is now wearing a uh, red and white stripe. Stri- stripe yeah, yes. shirt. Is it red and white, or it's blue, and blue, white? blue and white. blue and, and white. And he has red and a, red and a red, cap. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that kind of red bandana. Yeah, that's definitely what he looks like. You're now. wearing
3: Smee. I, <laughs> yeah, I, <need> <laughs> I need to make, need to make <laughs> those fingers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Victor, uh, what were you going to? Were you just going to talk to anyone in particular, or were I'm you just, just going to see if I could steal some stuff?
5: Okay. I don't do Honor bad, and all but. that? hmm <laughs> What? I mean, this guy's obviously evil. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's it going to do? Well,
1: I, I would... Um, no, i I probably come over with, with Bolt, but I am probably going to just be kind of like surveying and, and um, probably at some point I'm going to meander over towards the, the uh, Port Colossus if no one, like, stops me. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, just keep an ear out for anything, anything that uh, might be useful for
1: us. Sounds good. I'll, I guess eavesdrop on conversations as I kind of walk around. Okay, um, so let's go ahead. Let's start with that one, just because I want I want to get that out of the way. As you're kind of approaching, um, basically this this northern wall is has a, a set of stone stairs that lead up to the platform that has the throne on it, uh-huh. and um, below the throne there is a set of like double wooden doors, and then above the throne and behind it is this big portcullis that uh, you were okay, observing. Got, it, got, it, got, it, got, it, got it. So if you want to go up there there um, are some bully wugs uh standing on either side of the stairs kind of they they look a little bit more regal they've got like knight you know shields and uh, you know spears on and everything i i would approach them but i wouldn't try mm-hmm. and pass them i would kind of approach them and just just kind of listen and maybe take a couple sniffs of the air okay. and innocuously like it'd be weird some guy walking up
5: next to you and standing there and be like
1: I mean, Bolt sniffed the halfling like super close a couple episodes <laughs> ago. So that's just kind of what happens in this <laughs> game. <laughs> all right. Sorry, everyone. See if I can catch anything like, like very. If there's a stench, if there's a anything. Yeah, give me a perception check. I have a feeling we're on Genosha. <laughs> Is that perception? Yes. That's uh, ten. Uh, it's really hard to get any sort of sense. Like, the marshland is full of just like, it just smells like poop. Okay. And yeah. I'll just kind of listen. Yep. And if there's any, like, nearby clots and decay, clots of people. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you hear some of the lizard folk, like, talking amongst themselves. Uh, they're not speaking common. Uh, I... Okay, I only speak deep speech, thieves can't, and common. Yeah, they're not speaking deep speech either. And none of them seem to be speaking thieves can't, as far as you can tell. Um, but they are like they do glance at the the non-monstrous races here your party and the trio of uh, mercenaries uh and you get the general sense of like uh, they're wondering what you are doing here mm. okay like you're not the typical and, uh, and I'm, I'm i'm not i'm gonna be unashamedly like just kind of like walking around and just just doing um i don't know peacocking i guess like mm-hmm. just being just being like I, I know i look like a person from the eight rings I'm going to flaunt it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like in some, I'm going to carry
5: myself in that way. Yeah,
1: you uh, kind of have your daggers out yeah. and kind of floating around you. Um, you actually get uh, approached uh, with the rustle of feathers by the harpy uh, woman wearing all the trinkets, Ooh, and she walks up to you, and you can see like
5: all these women. You
1: can see like these large black eyes that harpies are known for. Well, for the audience at home, You have blindside. Yeah. Uh, And she kind of, like, tilts her head forward a little bit, and she goes, Your daggers
5: are pretty. Why, thank you. I've acquired them over many years. What would it take for me to acquire them? I'm afraid that uh, they are not for sale. They are Mm. um, as much of me as I am of them.
1: I understand. I have many shinies. And she kind of, like, runs her hand across, like, a dozen necklaces and trinkets that she has. That all make uh, jingling sounds and kind of reflect the light
5: they sound the most beautiful
1: they are who are you uh,
5: my name is victor i am uh, here on business with uh, the favorite watch
1: i see meaning inkling what type of business that is
5: oh it is uh, highly classified but don't tell anyone I told you this.
1: She like leans in a little bit more.
5: We're guests of honor here. Oh. Well,
1: that's exciting.
5: Don't like to it my own horn, but I guess I am.
1: Well, I am M- Mikrasa. Mikrasa. Yep, M-I-K-R-A-S-A, Mikrasa.
5: Well, Mikrasa, what is your business here? What is your...
1: As Queen of the Harpies, it is my duty to make sure my people are taken care of and that we are getting the best Chinese. He will um, hearing Quinn, he'll be like,
5: My lady, I was not aware. I, I apologize if I have uh, I have not treated you with utmost respect.
1: And she she lets out like a kind of like a squawking laugh and she says So formal. I like it. Would you come and sit with us until it's time for the meeting?
5: Uh, for a time, yes. I would uh, I would enjoy that. That's Wonderful.
1: And she kind of like leads you back over. Um, again, she's kind of like weighed down by these trinkets, so she doesn't really fly. Uh, and she leads mm-hmm. you back over to this kind of parapet area where there are... There's uh, three other harpies just kind of sitting around and... They all kind of start just start fawning over your treasures and just like watching <laughs> them fly through the air kind of thing. Okay. Um, mm-hmm our so, uh, uh, Victor, King of the Harpies. No. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be floating around and as I'm as I'm sitting there I will be kind of like seeing what I can scope to relieve them of if they prove themselves honor not honorable. Okay. So I'm gonna be like putting them through like little just small nuanced tests mm-hmm. to be like, you know, in this situation or like see how they would react or whatever. Yeah, I mean through talking with them you, you learn that like they're raiders, right? They raid airships and okay. for merchants and everything. They're not. They're not honorable people, like they're harpies, right? So um, so if you want to try, you can try and relieve them of some of their shiny trinkets. I'll oh, use the daggers just to like get their attention. Mm-hmm. I want to see if I can like snatch some. Uh, give me a sleight of hand check with <laughs> Victor. We're actually going to give you advantage on this because they are because uh, the shinies. very shinies. interested in these shinies. Uh, so this is advantage.
5: If it advantage. Didn't help. Uh, so
1: that's a. Uh, I'm mean, an easily So that would be 18, 19, 20, 22. Okay. Uh, we'll get back to that in just a moment okay. here. Whoa. As you start, like you start, like <laughs> one, <laughs> one hand is like leading the the and I, like, along, and the other is like I'll reaching around to the queen on, off, and I'm peeling a, off. Like, I'm gonna
5: like put my hand on her shoulder, or not not necessarily the queen, uh-huh. but like on yeah. the other shoulder and be
1: like, and like just making a show of it. To mm-hmm. Kissing the ring hand of King or exactly. of Prince John and, and pulling off <laughs> of them, the gemstones, um, so we'll get back to that in just a moment here. Uh, we'll move over to Team Nature Spirits.
4: <sighs> team um, Nature Spirits. Form spirit. of a pail of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, forgot, of? you got the bad one. I <laughs> know the bad Wonder Twin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, which spirit in particular are you uh,
4: approaching? I mean, are there any that look more approachable than others? <laughs> are there any they're, like? They're all. How about they're like, older, a, much like, like a like a swamp otter? I mean, there's gotta like be something. There's there's probably a rat. Otter.
1: Like there is a a very large Roe. You, you mean S- a muskrat? Uh, oh, yeah. there's a very yeah, large yeah, rat. That, uh, that probably weasel? looks about the same as a I don't believe they the exist. Yeah. It's the weasel from uh, what's it called? Uh, I'm. 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 I'm going to follow Eve's lead on this one. (laughs) You're the
4: nature. Who who, who looks nicer than others? I'm not a big fan of spiders myself, but
0: but maybe they're nice. Let's try the spider.
4: (laughs) All right.
1: Okay. Uh, So you approach, and the the spider gives you kind of a. A nod as you approach. It does kind of the spider equivalent of a bow, kind you know, dropping its uh, mm-hmm. dropping its body down, all all eight legs kind of just dipping, and it says, "Greetings to a representative of the trio." So nice to meet you. It is nice to meet you too. I am the mother of things.
0: Mother of things.
1: Yes, not the thing. The mother of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I know it's very confusing. It's part of the reason why I'm far away from her territory. <laughs> Uh, sorry Actually, you know what? In. Let's let's call her just because that is kind of dumb. Mother of Venom, call Men? her Mother of Venom. Yep. I don't want any symbiote jokes. Venom. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> we and are um, are uh, are you happy to be here today?
1: She she looks she glances around. You can see all of her eyes kind of shift in different directions <laughs> for a moment before. You don't she, know if she's uh, looking at you or yeah. not. She leans forward and she says, uh, we are appreciative of uh, maintaining our place in the Winter Court.
0: Mm. Interesting.
1: And I won't even give you an insight check, you know that that is just very formal, like a formal way of saying like, we can't believe we t- talked about our true feelings about this. Mm.
0: I see. Well, um, I think we probably share the same Feelings about this court in particular.
1: I would assume so. I would be very careful with your dealings with the emperor.
0: We've. This is our first time meeting him.
1: Do not, do not say anything out of turn, or else you will find yourself at the end of his flames.
0: His flames.
1: Yes. Did they not? Do you not know much about? No. He Only is that a. we not to upset him. He is a sorcerer. Oh. He is able to conjure flames and mold the earth to his will. It's sort of the reason why he's uh, been ruling over the Winter Court for so long.
0: It seems like that's the only reason why. Mm.
1: Yeah. Power means a lot in the swamp.
4: Can, can I ask you a question? Of course. <sighs>
1: And it like skitters up to you a little bit, just kinda like you can see like the fangs kinda and, and dripping. and she's so trying the... very hard to yeah. not, like <laughs> back away. Yeah. She's
4: like, Whew. Um how do you think hmm, do you think that that the Emperor's rule is is good for the people of the swamp mm-hmm. and in particular perhaps the the spirits, mm-hmm. the nature spirits such as yourself? such matters are not discussed in the castle. Of course. It's best to keep any sort of opinions on that to yourself. Hmm. I I suppose I'm just well, between you and I, of course a little nervous about um, seeing the Emperor gain additional power and I'm afraid that 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 might be in store for today if his plans go, go uh, according to his plans, I feel <laughs> like uh, she she think? kind of stiffens a little bit as a couple bullywugs come Ur- go Ur- passing by. Austin Powers, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> Allow myself to introduce. Yeah. Nice, anyway. so.
1: But um, she she doesn't reply, and she says, "You really shouldn't speak of such things in the keep." Mm. We're all really lucky to have Ergo Blast protection. She pointedly says, a little louder than uh, necessary. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And Pail praise
1: be, yes. <laughs> praise then, his grace. And then she she reaches out uh, one of her hands and she says, "Whatever happens, I wish you the best of luck." And it's sort of like an offered, like to shake the hand yeah, kind of thing. The little single
4: spider claw. Yeah, she'll she'll. Sorry, it's gonna. You know what? Actually,
1: Mm-mm.
4: okay. Sorry, it's, we'll we'll take it.
1: Okay. Um, you feel okay. kind of a, a a wave of magic mm-hmm. come over you. Uh, you have spider climb. Ooh. Uh, uh, for this event, yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. And then she she actually uh, does the same to Eve as well.
2: So if, yeah, if yes. you accept her spirits, yeah. If you accept her claw, like what it, they they have like a little like they usually have like one yeah, little like hook little,
1: on the end. Yeah. Of their, so it's like a claw. Yeah. If you accept her claw as well, you get. Spark I
0: claw as well. accept her claw. Okay.
1: And she says, "Best of luck to you in uh, this council meeting." And then she kind of just like scurries up the wall, yeah. and uh, you can, as you watch her go, you do see that uh, mother of venoms is right because there is a big royal of small spider children on her abdomen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do it have to be spider? Is it is, is it, it the centipede it? next? Is that the next one that uh, we're gonna get? What about it? the rat? <laughs> the centipede, you have to get a hug.
2: Hey, if you go to the snail, there's only one foot.
1: There's <laughs> not eight legs. Yep, it's also my tongue. <laughs> Uh, Uh, So we'll slip over uh, to where you have approached these uh, mercenaries. And uh, remind me... No, never mind. We're good for now. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Who would you like to Howdy. Greetings. Your Tobin's messengers. Uh, Yes. No, thank you for delivering our package to Ergoglath. We appreciate it.
2: Your package? Yes. You you acquired it, or as in it? Yes,
1: we were the ones who were. So who's talking to this moment? This is uh, the woman specifically. The woman. Yep, she seems to be like taking the lead as you approach. Does she have a mustache? No. Big feathered hat. and uh, no. she has a big horn helmet though. Big horn helmet. Half her face. Right? Yep.
2: There's and hook uh, hand. She hook. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, and you are. I am Bruna the Black Scar. And you
2: are. Uh, my name is Bolt. Very nice to meet
1: you. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, I'm afraid I, I've never heard of you in Tobin's organization before, though he doesn't really speak too much about his. He does. Dealings. He does appear
2: to be a, a very private individual. We are new. Though. Indeed. Very new. Um, and uh, who are your companions? Ah.
1: The uh, the gentleman to my left here is Galanan Gearcracker. And the uh, big gentleman behind me who is currently staring you down, no doubt, is Hazakesh. And Hazakesh actually does like lean in and you can see like his, his crocodilians now kind of move past Bruna's helmet and he is gonna take a deep sniff mm-hmm. now I have a question for you do you have the piece of old steel on you Eve has that y- you do okay mm-hmm. and so he just his eyes kind of narrow a little bit and as he leans forward you can see that uh, the necklace uh, that he is wearing the all these little brass trinkets that he have they appear to be um broken like symbols of clan fallow shield just kind of hanging in a, mm-hmm. a general
2: necklace um, mm. I, I hope I don't smell bad. I don't have a very good sense of smell.
3: Hmm.
5: Which is a total lie. That thing
1: on your arm is interesting. Ah, uh, yes. And yeah. my, my shield and I... Yeah, yeah like leans in and he goes, Oh my, that's actually quite impressive. Mm, uh, where did you acquire such an item?
2: Uh, we actually picked it up uh, out on one of our adventures. came across it in a cave. Oh, a good
1: find, a good find. How can we help you today?
2: Well, um, I was talking with uh, one of the Minotaurs, and I was asking him some questions about uh, something that happened a long time ago, uh, roughly 80 years ago, 78 years.
1: Hmm. Um,
2: an airship seemed to crash somewhere in the northwest. and
1: um, In the northwest, you say? Yes.
2: again so uh, says mm-hmm. uh, And... Um, he, he mentioned to uh, come speak with the trio right. that you would be easy to find. I have to admit, you are were you easy to spot in this crowd of um, unique individuals.
1: Most of us do stand out, yes.
2: Person, I, so. I have some experience with
1: that myself. <laughs> um, yeah, you are a very interesting construct, uh, make n- Not entirely a construct, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. Hmm, yes, that's a very unique uh, style of being, uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, the armor's fine, I made it, it myself. Ah. <laughs> it did, like, is it a grown armor? Did you attach it and, or, and uh, develop it? No, I actually, I constructed it oh. and forged it
2: myself, and then I, it is magically bonded. You can never be too uh, sure unless you ask, so oh, that's, that's fine. Anyway, uh, back to your question. Yes, um, and he mentioned that uh, shortly uh, after the uh, what his great-great-grandfather or his grandfather uh, told him or his father. his father? His father. Did he? Yeah. Did you mean grandfather? Because no. of the age? His father yeah. um, mentioned a uh, shooting star that seemed to uh, come down in that direction.
3: Hmm.
2: And then uh, shortly thereafter, uh, a trio, I'm assuming it's you three or possibly maybe your parents or
1: and So, ancestors? Um, specifically he didn't say that. This trio was there shortly after. He just said that this trio also came from the Northwest, like where nothing is. I gotcha. So
2: take that back. Um, Uh, Since you, uh, he said that you have come from that direction, I was wondering if you knew of anything relating to that event.
1: Well, 70, 80 years ago. And you can Ganolin kinda of like does some calculations and he goes, That would be around the time that the that uh, the uh the islands shattered, I believe. Well, not that the islands shattered, but they shattered into the islands. You're familiar with the shifting uh, what, what did I even call it? I can't even remember what I called it. Andora? It does uh... it's not um not the floating floating lands or something like that, is it? No, yeah. I know you have it written down somewhere. I just can't remember what I it's not on the map. Yeah, it's not listed on the map. It's, you know, I didn't have a name first. I didn't bring my other notebook. I'm
0: trying to
1: sorry. we we'll take a pause for a second here while I try to think about it. Oh, I remember what it's called. Uh, that would be around the time that the Broken Expanse came into being, or at least the rumors of it. I'm not too familiar with
2: it. I, I hope to see it. Shattered Expanse?
5: Broken I think broken.
1: Broken, yeah. I hope to uh, yeah. hope to see it someday. Um,
2: no, it's, it's it's
1: very much real and very fine. And Bruno says perhaps we you shouldn't be discussing that. And Gamal says whatever. It's not like he actually has an airship. They came here on foot.
2: Yes, in fact, I'm actually looking for an
1: airship. Uh, I'm
2: I believe that the falling star that was seen around that time. Was an airship that crashed?
1: 70 no, seventy, seventy to eighty years ago. It, it, there's very little chance that it's actually still above the swamp at this point. So, but if you are looking for an airship to get to the the broken expanse, uh, we do. We have recently acquired one. Isn't that correct, Bruna? And she's she kind of rolls her eyes and she well, she you can't see her roll her eyes, but she like shifts her helmet and she says, "That's your department, not mine." And he goes, "Yes, yes, of course. Uh, we we have." Uh, we recently as part of this uh, trade agreement with Ergoblath, he's gifted us a ship that they've recently acquired oh yes. well um perhaps you'd be interested in crewing it we're yes. always in the in the look for more
2: at, you know. at least possibly temporarily um yeah. i would
1: like to see that area i, yes. I would have to uh, talk with my companions well once this is all over if you if you uh, come to me um and i can i can arrange for you to join our little expeditions that we take out to right. the broken expanse, they're actually quite pleasant. Uh, obviously, we're we're going there for a reason, but we can discuss all that when the time is right. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Um, where can I find you?
1: Um, you? Just after the, just come to us after the the council meeting. At the end of my believe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, and and it the, was very
2: nice to meet you. Was, I, I shake nice his hand and and, and yeah. offer my hand to uh, Bruna the right hand uh, the left hand okay huh. and, yeah she'll
1: she'll take it and shake it
2: and then actually the no. I would offer the right hand because okay. I don't it doesn't yeah. matter that she's got yeah uh, and prosthetic she, she just holds out the prosthetic and, and then I just shake you. it okay. yeah and then I will offer my hand to uh, Hezek too and
1: he, he sniffs you again before taking your hand and he says is there anything else you found in that cave?
2: Bunch of very large bugs.
1: Mm. I hope I don't still smell like that. That was quite a while ago. And then he, he lets you go and he just kind of like turns away and starts just wandering. His eyes just start wandering around the room again. And it's at that point where you guys are just about to approach your secondary, uh, the second, the rat, that's kind of like cleaning his his claws in a little puddle of uh, swamp water. Uh, when two of the bugs like, uh, Pull out their th- uh, throats and give it a loud croak, and the kind of the crowd goes silent. And you can see that both of them are kind of—they're uh, wearing more shaman. Do yeah, they do the animated thing? We like squish their mouths into trumpets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and they go. They go. Uh, His Majesty Emperor ergo Blath, and uh, coming around from one side of the portcullis, not from the portcullis itself, um, is this really massive bullywug. He is about—he's probably about ten to eleven feet tall. Um, kind of that same greenish color that all the Bullywigs are. Uh, you can see kind of these red burning eyes uh, where most of the Bullywigs just kind of have like yellow or black. And he runs he runs a long set of claws along the portcullis and you all hear this kind of huff of air and he goes, hello, my pet. It is so beautiful to see you. Pet. And, um, and the
2: then, portcullis is his pet. He's, the portcullis, he's a yep. little, uh,
1: little uh, and you can see that there oh, all are all these hell. like spikes kind of on his, his back and everything. Okay. He looks like he's he's <laughs> yeah. a bit more bloated and a bit more uh, dangerous looking than all the other bullywugs. And he goes and he and he sits down uh, heavily on his throne, and Morana uh, steps up next to him, and he gives he gives her uh, the same kind of loving. Pet that he gave to the portcullis, and she just kind of stands there, just just doesn't just ignores it. But uh, um, he goes, "Are we ready to begin? I am getting hungry." And she goes, "Of course, yes. In fact, why don't we start with our first meal of the day? Uh, can we have the representatives of Tobin Falk please step forward with their gift?"
4: I need to pause for a second. Okay, just because I'm freaking out.
0: Freaking out, man! He's got a pet.
4: He's yeah. he's a sorcerer. It's like everyone's I against mean, us. We're gonna be we fed like, to him. What if we break it and like let him kill, kill kill each other? And we I don't know. The slod seemed to be pretty pretty confident that it could like kill everything. Maybe he was overconfident. Maybe they <laughs> maybe they kill each other, and and we kind of help whoever seems to be winning die at the end. So it's probably too much. <laughs> I think if
2: we release the slot that that's gonna make everyone that's on Urkoblast's, uh in his like guard and everything, are gonna be like, get him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If we're the ones that are like, nah, and smash it, mm-hmm. then I think I think we need to, I don't know, I kinda wanna see where it goes, to be honest. I want to see what happens, and then if he ends up just being like, mm, "Yeah, so I'll put it away for later," you know, type of thing. Maybe we can try to figure out a way to break it. Yeah.
0: I choose you, Gaboneth. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> but I, I'm afraid that if, if we're the ones that release it, like, it's gonna put a target on us. Sure, you know, and I. But maybe if we have
4: a slot as an ally, it, it's not such a bad. I don't know if we. Can when trust we were it talking
1: before, though, did, did you, was there an indication on like how much force would it take?
4: To, to break, break it? the to break it. trap, the crystal. The it, trap. It's more
1: about intent than it is about force and holding it. Mm-hmm. Not like I couldn't just like have a dagger. No, again, it's about intent, right? Because the way that the magic is gotcha. binding is um, the in, the intention to break it is what breaks it. Like intentionally wanting to free the creature makes it much easier to break the spell than gotcha. than just like letting it fall. Like they. These trap crystals, like they are hardy crystals, but uh, like oops, I dropped it. Yeah, specifically, yeah. like agreeing to release it as you like go to smash it. Like you add your outside force to the creature's inside force, mm-hmm. pushing against it, and it kind of breaks that magic a little bit. Yeah.
2: Maybe is, it's, the, it's
1: like in it's some kind of a like magic balance type of thing.
2: Yep, this is
4: this is this is the Witcher episode one, <laughs> trying to it, choose between it the it lesser of totally two acts. evils. I want to see where it goes. I know, but maybe where it goes is us smashing this and letting them kill each other.
2: Well, so. Uh, Put it to
0: a boat?
4: I mean. uh,
0: You want to smash it. uh, (laughs)
4: Kind (laughs) of. We're all huddled up, (laughs) or glass light. No,
1: we're like, come on! Uh, Be right
3: with you. (laughs) For those of
1: you at home, the kind of. Hemming and hawing right now is exactly how uh Colby picks characters for D D games. Yeah, that's true.
4: <laughs> There's so many to choose from. Um You wanna break it. I mean
0: Make for interesting
1: things. I'm, no. I'm filling my pockets with stuff, so.
0: You're indifferent. You're well, stealing from the harpies. Yeah, I oh, will say that as you as you sell. come away,
1: you do come away uh, three necklaces richer. <laughs> uh, so you can write down three necklaces of indeterminate of, value. Of okay. ten.
5: Yes. <laughs> yeah, so they're just they're, <laughs> shiny. they're That's really shiny. shiny. That's all they care about. <laughs> they're, they're good for Elements here right?
0: Because they're so <laughs> shiny. Sweet. 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 <sighs> Bolts, you don't want to break it.
2: I do not. I don't think, I don't think we can trust the creature inside any more than we can trust Ergoblath. And, and I feel like if we if we release it, a we're like I said, we're going to target on our heads. B, we're going to cause all kinds of crazy mayhem. And you know, I love mayhem, but Cory I also don't want to die. (laughs) While they're having
1: this discussion, can I take those three necklaces and plant them on other denizens to do a a sleight of hand in an attempt to create, uh, like if something goes awry, or like if something starts to go sideways. You can yell like, they've got your shinies or something. I can walk over and like whisper
5: to him like, isn't that your necklace over there? You know what I'm saying? Okay,
1: yeah. Can I do, can I like roll a sleight of hand to see if I can? Yep. uh, What were the groups again? Uh, so we've got a Lizardfolk group, a null group, uh, the Minotaurs, and then Bullywogs kind of wandering around. One on the null group and one, do you think I get close enough to the, the group that... I'm yeah, a... I'll, I'll go ahead and like say I... that, yeah. Okay. So the, I'll do those in the... So one, like on one on the side Mercenary side. group? And one on the Bullywogs. Okay. So those are the three. That's a 21. Okay, so that one, that's one on the null group. Easily.
5: I'm gonna use my inspiration because I'm not gonna roll a natural one on <laughs> Okay. Natural Twitter. Uh, yeah, right. you
1: you manage while he's talking with the mercenary group to like I, slip I, one I on that has a that has a catch just okay. like, part of that. supposed to be this And
4: shield, the last one and like, I don't is twenty with like uh,
1: yeah, and then one right right to the no choice. Choice. Okay. So like, I'll just and I'm gonna place it. them in a place where bad, they wouldn't necessarily right? notice them, but are obvious if yeah. you're pointing them out kind of thing. So I mean, I'll return to these guys as they're bickering. I have a lot,
2: a little bit of logic for Sarah, if you want to hear it. So since you're part of Clan Fallow Shield right and I'm gonna kill it, that is, it is your new sworn <laughs> it is your new sworn duty to keep and contain these creatures Correct. Mm-hmm. releasing it is basically just like totally against that right mm-hmm. um however handing it over to Ergoblath is a better option for the simple fact that he may not release it at all yeah it we don't know what do maybe a trophy it yet. which then satisfies your side of it. Uh, If he does release it, he may have some way to control it, which is kind of related to keeping it contained, Mm. right? Granted, we don't know what to do after that, but that's something that like, maybe we could deal with further, or we could get the fallow shield on our side and like help them, help them capture it later.
1: Victor would be in favor of breaking it for- And if he destroys, if he eats it
2: (laughs) and consumes it, Mm -hmm. and if he consumes it, then it's gone permanently. So that also falls in line with- But, but
4: Ezra's sister did say that well, they couldn't allow him. Maybe they'll show up. And in Victor's <gasps> mind- Maybe they'll teleport in.
5: <laughs> in Victor's Day mind, six him. <laughs> In Victor's
1: mind, she basically took him hostage and this is a hostage situation. And she said, do not give it to him. So in Victor's mind, he's, he would be heavily in favor of breaking it. But for that
2: reason. I think we- If we also don't give it to Ergoblath, we're going to have Tobin? Coming, coming. On our, on our asses about it, Stupid. and I really don't. I really don't want to make it so we can never go back to.
0: Well, we're to gonna boom. make. We're gonna go back to him. We're gonna kill him. And we're gonna make
2: a coat right, out of his this. skin.
4: That's already been decided.
2: Oh. We're gonna dress. We're gonna dress
4: enough as him and not be like, oh <laughs> skin. Uh, fine. Let's see where it goes. Okay, um,
1: so that was kind of a an interesting conversation that you guys had as you're all like slowly approaching that. Like, a quick whisper, like, what do we? What do we do? Uh, we'll say for the sake of uh, the the plot that you guys were a lot more concise with your opinions right. and thoughts. We, we worked um, it out beforehand. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so you approach, you step on, like uh, she, uh, Mirana waves her hand to have you step up onto the. I'm gonna make sure. I'm dais. gonna make sure
2: there's no grates or anything we stand on that can be like
1: <laughs> collapse
2: <laughs> into,
1: <laughs> into a raincore pit. Do specifically, have you stand on that stone dais with like the stars and suns in it. Okay. Yeah. cautiously take a step up. <laughs> okay. And uh, she says, "May I present the Wayward Watch, Lord Emperor Ergoblath, uh, messengers of Tobin Falk, and an goes. And, and uh, where is the?" Uh, where is the other half of Tobin's, uh, well, not Tobin, but this deal? And um, Bruna stands up, and she, she steps up, and she goes, she puts her, her hand up to her um, chest here in kind of a salute, and she goes, Lord Aventhi thanks you for your wonderful oh, participation in our deal and hopes that the conclusion of this matter will settle things, and we can freely go through the skies of Ungold. Well, we'll see. As soon as I see this crystal, bring it forth. This is the anime moment where, like, it shows Sari's face and then it shatters behind it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go all <laughs> There's a little the little crack, like. Bring it.
2: I'm going to. I'll take the casket thing. Let's okay. get a little casket. Yeah, the <laughs> <Do you laughs> tiny know, casket. Tiny casket. <laughs> yep. Not a because coffin, coffin lids come all the way off apparently. Yes. I learned this, like <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> That's yeah. the difference is coffin lids come all the way off in caskets, no. Um uh, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna step forward with it mm-hmm. uh and hold it and then
1: open the lid. And he he leans forward, his kind of you know, his fat rolls kind of like rolling over to themselves and he goes, Ah, good. Our hags were running out of material for this plague of ours. You may close that and, and hand it over. And a couple bully books, like come Break the crystal.
0: I am serious. We cannot give that to him. <laughs> it's gonna kill so many people.
1: Uh Eve, would you like to act and do something? Yeah. You can't really speak without people. Eve hearing will you. reach um, in
0: and release the slab.
1: And okay. like throw it on the yeah. ground. Yeah. So Eve awesome. Eve reaches in and grabs it and uh, Bruna goes to like <laughs> goes to like grab it herself and uh, you just like slam it into the ground and you everybody just kinda goes silent. For a moment, and you hear this <laughs> as this large gray slab comes out, and there's as so he, like there like is a, there's this little chaotic swirl as he brings out a great sword and he says, "Death to all!"
3: <laughs> and it we're gonna go ahead and strange. get,
4: we're gonna get into combat here.
1: Woo!
4: Um, oh. Oh, that, this
0: guy I'm so sorry, dumb. we cannot <laughs> let.
4: Uh, no, sorry. I agree. There, was like it was like strike one, strike two, strike three. Sorry, you're mm-hmm. out. Okay,
1: um, so we'll be right back. There's a lot to set up here, so give me uh, just a few minutes. Whoopsies. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna start with whoopsies, I think that's perfect. Um, All right, we've got the combat set up and uh, there's a lot to it. Um, So let's go ahead and get some initiatives as uh, we reveal our fun battle mat for tonight.
0: Baby, (laughs) I rolled a natural one.
1: Dirty 20. It makes sense that Eve, like, that you, like, you ha- did your action already.
0: I guess. So, uh, Bolt,
1: dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yep. Okay, Eve, was your total? Two. I'm, Two. My character is punching
4: Eve. Why did you do this? <laughs> 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 Answer isn't here, Ceraton. um I'm gonna add an epic die to that one. That's a, uh, oh, that's better, 17. 17, and Victor. 23. 23.
1: All right, um, so Eve reaches in grabs the crystal shatters it on the ground creates this uh, slab that uh, is calling out for death to everyone and then uh, every like the crowd around you gets tense and Ergo Blath uh, starts like giving this like this not not a worried look but he gives like this like deep smile of like oh this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at which point, Victor, it is your turn to act. What would you like to do in this case?
5: He's a little
1: shocked with what just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but he agrees with it. and he's gonna try and sow discontent and wherever like the harpies and the, the yeah other people for for the purpose of this, we're saying that the harpies are kind of up in the air. okay, noise. So I'll just I'll just be like,
5: uh, yeah. Now before we, we all, you know, we, we probably calmed down just a little bit, <laughs> but I noticed your beautiful trinkets. Look, Mr. Crocodile Man, these other people, they've been stealing from you all night and I thought you should know before we Did all get you killed. It on
4: him? Mm-hmm.
5: I thought you should know before we all die. I need to get that off my conscience. I saw <laughs> it and I had to say something. <laughs> With that, I'm going to cast a of arrows at the big man.
1: At Herbobla himself? Cordon of arrows. So, no, you plant four pieces in the ground. Okay, and
0: you
5: use them. Yeah, and the creature misses. Flies and strike it first time. No, that is not one, the one I was thinking of. Never mind. Back,
1: back up. I was thinking that was the one where you you throw and then volley. Yeah, volley. volley yeah. The yeah. conjure volley
5: mm-hmm. was what mm-hmm. I was thinking mm-hmm. it was. Volley. I will reach out. And say, hey, "If I, I expect you know what you're doing, I will follow you to the death." And I'm going to give you one of my uh, shield, shield of faith. faith. Ooh, what's what that? My bonus action, so it's going to raise AC. your AC by two.
1: Nice.
5: And then I'm going to
1: use my action to throw one of my daggers because I can't use a spell. I'm going to use my one of my actions to throw a dagger at one of the little guards in the front here while he's bully wugs. Okay. So he's gonna make I'm Cinder, I mean, Cinder Hearth on this. I'm not gonna activate the flame stuff on it yet though. So that's a 25 to hit. 25 will hit. That is going to be three damage. Okay. Okay. Three damage. The thing lets out kind of a, as you go ahead one of your dagger slimes into it. Want to put that dagger out? Add more to the field, please. So there's one there. Each mm-hmm. every, each person has
5: one. So right now, oh, Sari right. has one.
1: one. Uh, we'll go ahead and just consider those in, like, on the person so that okay. uh, they're following with you. For the lack of we don't have to. to that's so, have them.
5: so, yes, did the attack, and I'm just going to basically put
1: my back to everyone else and look out into the room and just, like,
5: Death Circle. Try
1: and make a, myself okay. as menacing as possible. That's it. Okay. Uh, Bruna goes next and she is actually going to uh, quickly step back towards um, Ganolin, and she says, we are leaving, and, and grabs the gnome and starts dragging him away from the area down like the side tunnel. Uh, she goes, come Hazakash, and he's like, no, they're mine. I smell it on them. I need that old steel. And um, yeah, so. They are going to leave. These two are gone? Yep, all of them, are. or no? Just the he two stays. of them. catch stays, yep. Okay. Bruna and Ganlin are going to leave, though. Okay. Uh, then it is Bolt. Actually, what is your dex, really quick? Um, uh, 12, so plus one. It is Bolt.
2: Who? Who's, who's our done? enemy? I think,
4: I think all of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah. well, I will um, focus on the one that you hit, which is, was it this one yep. or this, one? this one. one? Yep, that one. And I'm gonna go ahead and uh, uh, extend uh, chain whip, whip it out, and try to uh, grab him okay. and pull it in. <clears throat> okay. 16.
1: 16 will hit. Okay.
2: So it does a 2d6. Nine damage, uh, and then if uh, he's large or smaller,
1: he gets pulled up to ten feet uh, closer. Yeah, he, they are medium creatures, so ten oh. feet. So oh. One, oh. two. He's kind of like yeah. Put him up on the dais. We'll okay. go up there with you guys and he, as he's yeah. I just kind of like right, like let's, basically around his neck and and. Let's put him down on the ground uh, just so he's flat, so we don't accidentally like chip him. But yeah, we'll say then he is uh, he's in melee range four frontliners okay um and then uh so that's attack
2: number one and then the second one so i'm i'm going to chain whip him and as he's coming up uh so i'll pull him and like kind of release the chain off of him and mm-hmm. then try to punch him like midair as he's fine okay towards uh no you can't you, you yeah because oh,
1: oh, oh, spell, spell. spell. Yep. That's right sorry yep so cool not allowed. Yeah,
2: uh, unless I do something
4: fightery, which I don't think. You need two levels. Yeah. Darn.
2: <laughs> uh, anything else you like to do? Um, yeah, I will go ahead and um, use my temp, temp hit point uh, armor infusion.
4: Okay. I'm assuming the six that we got from you last time are worn off. Yes. Yeah.
2: But yeah, now you they have six. only
4: last
1: for. Oh yeah, you can only do that once a day, right? By choice. Yeah, my um, mm-hmm. soul. Yeah, yeah. The six, the six go away. at The short rest. So. So would we? Would I be able to activate the soul again? Mm-mm. No, you can only do it the same day. It's the same so? day. Yeah, you haven't taken a long rest since you used it. Okay. Maybe if your uh, thing triggers, you so, might be able so to. we did do a short rest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes, but is dangerous.
2: Dangerous. so I'm just trying to calculate my use spell slots. And then on, while so... you're doing that,
1: uh, Hazekesh goes next, and he does he notice in the necklace on him? <laughs> um, that's a good question. The harpies are definitely like looking around, and the one the the queen is squawking out in indignation. He does not notice, and he is going to. You you watch him you watch him uh smirk and like his eyes lock with Eve, because now he's got the scent. And then he just kind of like reaches down and just digs and just burrows under the ground and disappears for this round. <laughs> Yay, diglet, you kay. dig.
0: Diglet.
5: Yes. Oh. Diglet dig,
1: Diglet dig. Trio, trio, trio. Sorry, I have to uh the <laughs> harpies start uh swarming, just kind of like uh, going around trying to grab their trinkets. Uh so that bullywug in the back, uh go ahead and knock him prone to represent that he's gonna be out of the fight as they like swarm around him. And then it was one of the gnolls, right? Yeah. Uh so the gnoll leader uh in the middle there will knock him prone as well. As they basically like two of them on each start like going around and trying to like pick at them and everything.
2: And then it so is
1: he's pointing right at you. <laughs> And then it is uh Ceradon. Mm.
4: Well, Sere is going to. Dang. She's going to um, start singing. She'll sing the song of the unsing. The okay. unseen. Oh, the unsing. Um, spank the slad and say, good luck. And then we all leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> slap and enough. then. What? Um, the Peaches? Cast Hexblade's Curse on. Hergoblatt. Um, Hergoblatt. Okay here and she'll move well let's see she's gonna move here
1: okay sounds um, good for all two intents two and purposes two two yeah two
2: Yay! Two. i get extra ac thank you yeah Shield yeah. yeah. wall
1: okay and then is that it for your turn um yeah that's my action and my bonus action. That's uh, all I want to do. Marana looks to Ergo Blath and he and he points downward, and says, "Unleash the creature." And so he is going. He is not going to be in this fight. He's going to be watching and observing, uh, unless something acts. Uh, but in his place, she kind of waves her hands, and you you see this kind of ripple of magic over the, the set of doors beneath the throne, mm-hmm. and it shudders a little bit, and it shudders again, and then it just like bursts down. Oh, I did not write initiative for it. So to... he's like up on a Yeah, so we can remove him from thing. the combat because he'll be up on the throne. Uh, but this, the doors kind of fall open and you see this, you see a pair of like yellow eyes that would kind of remind you of, a, of another frog. Uh, and then a third eye appears and these green uh, tentacles start pulling this thing out and a frog hemith starts crawling out on tentacles and <laughs> Ooh, yeah. uh, has uh, a th- th- Has to th-
2: th- round.
4: my Exploits curse for this thing.
2: I just finished painting that today. That's
4: awesome. He
5: looks Spoiler like alert. a... That's one of the tricky. things, Yeah, no. Specifically.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the I, I can't think of them. Uh-huh. He's gross. Yeah, they're sweet. Also.
1: Okay. Uh, and then, actually, I roll its initiative. so we get to Oh, it in just his a
0: eyes is what I'm thinking. looks like the, the Kraken from Hotel Transylvania 3. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. He's got a little Loch Ness monster with the fins on his face. Okay, uh, and then Geboneth, uh, Geboneth goes, and he is going to uh, lunge forward at this uh, Froghemoth and attack it. Actually, no, he'll just go right for the first Bullywug that he sees. Yeah, he'll jump down off the dais there fully, and he will make a trio of attacks. Oh, you know what? You know what would be better? Keep him on the dais, would you? He is going to spin around and his eyes flash as a fireball erupts in the back corner um, nice. on the lizard folk and probably the two bullywugs back there and the harpy that's uh, currently attacking that one. Uh, what's the. It's 20 foot radius? Yeah, yeah.
2: oh yeah. yeah. And okay, maybe okay. one of the minotaurs if he places it right. If he
1: places it further forward, he can. Uh, yeah, he definitely wants to hit as as possible. Uh,
2: probably this
1: then. Okay. Um, let me see. So the Bullywugs will take the full damage here. And the... Yeah, I was I like, you had, had frog
5: things. legs. Right? Yeah. And the lizard Lizardfolk will take the
1: full damage things? here.
5: And Is that a little macabre? Because they're humanoid? I don't know. Uh, the
1: Harpy will yeah. only take half damage. You Mesh. cannot cannot get the okay. Minotaur. Okay. Yeah, and he just kind of like Brings his hand down, and this uh, ball of multicolored fire explodes out. And because you, you've because you summoned him, can you go ahead and roll some damage for me for this? That sounds like fun. What is it? Uh, for six, for or... fireball, it should just be the basic level, yeah, so eight D, eight D six, please. So D sixes. Oh, D six. Awesome. If you need more, oh, if you need more, I've got epic dice here too. I've
0: got one, two, okay. three, four, five, six. Alright. All right.
1: You owe me two other dice. Alright. 6, 10, 12,
0: 18, uh, 15,
4: plus 5.
0: What you, mean.
4: what? you said 12. Oh, that's a 6. I thought it was a 3. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say over here. 18
0: now. Plus, plus 5 okay. is 23. Okay. Plus 5 is 28. Okay. Plus
1: one, 29. Plus five, 34. 34 nice. Shh. Dang. Uh All of the lizard folk are incinerated. Woo! And my qualifier.
5: Where can we get one of those? We have one. <laughs>
1: You guys did say that you wanted a fireball party. With for her. now. <laughs> Welcome to the newest member
2: of the <laughs> Wayward Watch, the Graceland.
1: lad
5: Gaboneth.
2: We have Ge-bo-deh. to constantly Ge-bo-deh. rein him in. Yep. We're gonna, um, we're gonna put him on a leash, um, one of the like, kib
5: yeah, <laughs> I love it. No, we're just gonna have <laughs> you carry him in <laughs> the Bolt in Bjorn.
1: In the Bjorn. Um, <laughs> no I'm
5: pregnant any of the people in the town, you hear me?
1: <laughs> so that, the uh, standing Bullywug is gone. Do you want them? Do you want me to put them right here? Let's put them right there. There's too many. And then, sorry, what was the total damage? 37? Uh, 34. 34? Okay. 34. 17 cut? It's 17 when it's cut in half? Half of 30 mm-hmm. is 15. Yes. Half of 40 is 2 yes sorry math i think in this case per capita even if we add another party member and split the xp for all the people he just killed it would still benefit us oh yeah
4: (laughs) he doesn't get xp slats don't level up
3: (laughs) okay
2: I'm going to write in my journal tonight. And then Eve did something really bad. <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> but also lots of fun.
0: <laughs> my apologies. But mm-hmm. if he was going to use it to spread the plague to all those innocent uh, people. And, uh, and
4: and And, and, and empower Aventhy to do probably. things. And, and At first, no.
1: Victor didn't care as much. He was just kind of like, yeah, he's a bad guy. like. There's lots of bad people in the world, but then when he was saying like that the, he was spreading the plague, then he was a little more motivated. Uh, and then after after his spell, he is going to jump down and uh, just stand next to that bullywug. you lick his face Ackley. really slowly, like I'm going to eat you. Yep, he's licking his uh, non-existent frog lips, toad lips, slatty lips. Oh, slatty. And then it is the frog Hemeth's turn. And... How far away is it from the front
4: line here? 5, 10, 15 to the slag, 20, 25 to, the, to us. Okay,
1: so it's going to move within 20 feet of you guys. So it has to knock over its own bullywugs.
4: Well, it's again. within 20 feet here. Oh, well, 15, 15,
1: And then... Hmm? Uh, two of its tentacles are going to whip out one on Saradon and one on Eve. The one on Eve is a night. no, 13 to hit. That will miss. I and then the one its an 18 on Saradon. Miss. Yes. Kay. because I took the defensive
4: fighting style
1: when nice, I so hit you, level two
4: of Paladin, so I have a 19 AC now.
1: So you both like raise up, you raise your shield, <laughs> uh, you raise uh, Craggy, and you kind of yeah. like fight off these tentacles that come whipping at you. Uh, and then the Frog Hymoth goes and whips its tongue out and tries to latch on to Bolt. You need to make me a strength saving throw, please. Okay. dirty 20. All right, Um, so you, the tongue lashes onto your Quicksilver Shield and uh, it kind of pulls you a little bit and then it just yanks back. It can't quite get a good grip on you, Uh, but it looked like it was trying to pull you towards it. It was trying to chain whip you. (laughs) Yeah, tongue whip. Yeah, tongue whip you. But not in a fun way. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Uh, And that is its turn. The Bullywugs are going to go. We have a couple with a couple croakers in the front here. They're gonna croak. All right. The, uh, the one that's taken some damage is going to give a deep brew uh, log, is what it's called. Mm. And uh, it sings an ode to an elder froghemoth, not this one. Uh, each bully bug within 30 feet uh, gain 10 temporary hit points. Mm. So all of them are just kind of bolstered uh, within 30 feet, which should be, I believe, this first
4: half. Wow. One, two, that one, probably this one. Yeah. Five, ten, five, ten, five, Thirty. That yeah, barely gets him. Does it, it get? Wouldn't get. It wouldn't get that guy. Thirty. Yeah. From him. Yeah. Is he here? No. He's. I mean, he's. He's here. So it'd be five, ten. 15, 20, 25, 30. Nope. Okay. yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and then the other one is going to let out a Glarpat croak, oh, which is uh, a different one. way worse. Uh, and each creature of its choice, it's so it's going to do the slad, out. and each of you within 30 feet. To all of us. Yep. Except uh,
5: for Darius. make No, me actually dairy technically.
1: Make me a DC 12 yeah.
4: wisdom saving croak. Plus four from Eve's yes, um, aura. Oh, cool. Wisdom you said? Yes. Oh, come on. Natural
0: twenty. Natural
4: twenty. Nine And
0: I need to do it for Darien. Eleven.
4: Nine with the plus
1: with no. <laughs> the plus four. I rolled the one on the plus oh, four. failed. I rolled a fail. five, plus my into the modifier. Darien failed. Uh so what was it? Nine? Eleven. Eleven. Twenty. Twenty. Dirty or I mean Eleven. natural twenty. Um
0: Same yeah, natural twenty three. for me too. A very dirty
1: 20. And then Darian didn't succeed. Three. Okay. Uh, so, everybody who failed, which includes the Slab because he didn't roll very well either, you take fourteen psychic damage. Uh, everybody who did succeed takes seven, and then anyone who failed um, the saving throw also has disadvantage on Constitution saving throws
4: until the end of the next round. <laughs> Darian lets out a shriek. And, yeah, he's not that tough. He's thirteen. Oh. I thought he'd have more. Thought, like,
2: I thought he'd have like twenty or thirty. It's so a level
4: two three. spell. Yeah. <laughs> 14 damage
2: cut Sorry, Darian. He just went, nope, 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 nope. He disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> not, not doing this.
1: Not getting in your crap again. <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> he puts his ears down like a scared puppy. And uh, but then and also any any of you who failed, uh, you have disadvantage on constitution saving throws until the end of your next turn. Uh, and then the rest of the bully are gonna charge at you. All of the uh, knife, or the kind of the ones that have the blades on them. I'm making a. Concentration check, and oh, yeah.
4: I got a 24.
1: Okay, um, so the Bullywugs, oh, I am so sorry. That Bullywug that was on the ground is dead. Oh, cause he got- Yep, swe- cause he got- Sweeped up in the fireball. Uh, the rest of the Bullywugs are just gonna charge at you, uh, leap up onto the dais. How far can they move? They can uh, move, and can move 20 feet, but they can also jump 20 feet. <laughs> At,
2: as well as move or, or either um, or? No, just either or. So they, they could 15, just do both. 20. So this one can get up to yep. here. This one can get up pretty close. So that will one will be right adjacent next to, Jason to yeah. Victor. 20,
1: so it can get up right next to Eve. Okay. This one can get to here. And then that one can jump up uh, next to Sarah. But it is going to enter your threatened area. Yeah, I'll take a
4: reaction attack. Okay. Um, that's a twenty-seven to hit.
2: Twenty-seven will hit.
4: Um. Okay. four.
1: um eleven damage. Uh, yeah, you slice it right in midair and take it out. Nice. It's like jumping out. Arms. Yeah. And uh, the other three will make an attack. Uh, oh, actually, only two are close enough to make an. Well, they all have. They do not have ranged attacks. They're supposed to have spears, but these ones do not. Um so two out of four, these guys are close yep, enough. So one against off. Victor here. That is a An eleven. Yes. And then a six against Eve, so they just kind of like slam up against your armor. Um uh, They're bullywugs. Like they're not they're not here to be they're, yet. they're bullies. Yep. Jerks. And then the Lizardfolk folk are all gone,
5: so they can't do anything. Yay.
1: Hey. Uh the Minotaurs Uh, are up next and the the large one kind of like takes a look and then she just kind of nods over to where the uh the smoldering corpses of the lizard Uh folk are and they just move over to that corner and just like sit down to watch the show they are they're not really they're They're not big fans they're not really interested in getting engaged in this fight Nice, uh Can you that? I need to make use of that. Uh, the gnolls, the, the one knoll is going to fight off, spend his turn, the leader is going to spend his turn uh, fighting off the harpy as it like pulls the trinket from uh, the leader and, and flies off. Should He'll stand you. up. Okay. Um, the harpies are pretty much going to be out of the fight as well. They're just kind of going to be reorganizing themselves, preening, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: and then <laughs> the other four are going to make longbow attacks, so we'll do one against each of you. When they get up and they start preening, I actually can't see you.
2: I'm see I'm, can I'm vinking
1: speak. at you. I look at her and then I have really loud <laughs> eyelids apparently. So a six misses <laughs> <Missed. an> eighteen <laughs> misses, misses. Uh nineteen misses. hits On Preston that hits. Yep. And a twenty misses. misses. K. Okay. So Victor is the only one that gets hit as they just led along. I too that took the to. defense fighting oh, style He nice. got that plus one AC. I'm gonna use my evasion as my reaction. Okay. To reduce the damage. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. I, uncanny dodge, That's not okay. a patient. Uh, so it's a total of six piercing damage. Should I have three? Nope. I'll take the three. I'll take the... Oh. Because he's doing going three? uncanny dodge. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, So I'll, I'll uh, as he's kind of whatever, I'll pull back because it's stabbing me or whatever. Okay. Yeah, you see it coming, in and you, oh. you have enough, like, wherewithal to, like, catch it at the last moment so it just Hell kind of sticks in a little bit. bit. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it
4: is Eve. Hi, Eve. With the natural one. With the natural, natural one.
0: Do do do. I will cast bless Ooh. on three of you.
2: You, you can take do. your sword. Hey, you don't have to decide on who to leave out this time.
1: <laughs> I
0: will cast bless on the four of us. Okay. Thank you.
2: You can bless all four. If, yeah, she upcasts it. So we
5: all
2: have it. Just like throw your sword in here. Cool.
5: Oh, the alliance!
2: Well, that's the only rings I have,
5: so... <laughs> Alright. Thank you. Oh, thank you. The that
0: and that will be my turn.
1: Okay, Victor! Alright, right. Um, I am going to use my action, and I'm going to use one of my performance points to um, hone the edge of all my blades. Okay. So, uh, kind of seeing the dire situation, um, I'll kind of breathe in and I want to give this kind of mental command to all my knives and be like, um,
5: may your edges be sharp for our, our, uh, enemies are many. We are at the gates. And for my bonus action, I'm going to what i have
1: all that I gotta remember this, the ones that are specific to <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rogue. disengage. And dash, I think, and, and, hide. and hide, dash, hide. So not not really much that. Uh... Okay, let me ask you this. So I used a performance point for yeah. the honed edge. Mm-hmm. On here, I can use my bonus action throughout the bonded blade. Is this can, can I use both of those? Yeah, in one turn. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw out. So one, two, three, you're out. Four. Uh, I'm gonna throw out. Uh, Blackthorn. Um, let me make sure I got the right ones in here. I'm going to basically throw three out, because that's the maximum I can throw, and I'm going to kind of throw them in this vicinity, or in front of them, So, or okay. not in
5: front of them, but just like in their space.
1: Sounds good. All right. And then uh, you just stay in, in that same space? Yep. And I'm just going to take a defensive posture.
5: Okay. Bolt.
1: I
2: am going to cast Fairy Fire Ooh. on... I'm gonna try to hit the
3: frogemoth
2: and the other two, but uh, sure. I can not yet. Oh, I absolutely can. Nice. And I can even do it to avoid the slab, but do we want the slab? Uh maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah,
3: yeah I, sure. I think
2: so. Sure. I'm not gonna care okay. about the slab. So I can get the two bully wugs in front, uh the frog emoth And the slab.
1: What do they need to Roll.
2: If it fails a dexterity saving throw, which is a 14,
1: uh, the one in the front succeeds. Okay. The other Bullywug Croker fails. And the Slab fails. That's what the front does. Ahead, ahead, it succeeds. So you've got two out of four there. Okay. And so, so they, now are, they are now illuminated. Um, and provide advantage, right? Yep. Okay.
2: Yep. That's it. Any attack roll against it? Okay. Uh What else would you like to do? That's it.
1: Okay. Sounds good. That's um it
2: because 5e has terrible bonus
1: actions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this bullywug uh, standing next to Eve, it's kind oh, of like sorry. poking at you. Cory, I do have to roll. Oh, yeah, you do have to roll. Got it. Okay. Um, so this this bully wig is poking at you and all of a sudden it kind of like what's that a little and the ground beneath it bursts and sends it flying backwards as Hazakesh comes up from the ground. The one right in front of us? Uh, yep. Uh, the one uh, right to the no to the right of Eve, sorry, to the right of Eve. That guy. Yep. Okay. And Hazakesh is there instead. Now comes up. Yeah. If dais. you need to put him if you need to put him yeah. down this. he is going to uh, lunge at you with some attacks here. The first of which is a 23 to hit. Oh,
4: just hit. Okay,
1: I'm gonna calculate all of these together. Okay, so, roll 2d4. The next of which is a crit. Reduce the damage for my oh, blade no. that's with you? Uh, so, let's 2D4. actually, we'll do the damage individually. The next one's a crit? Yeah. Next one's a crit. That's On the one. Second there. one, I'm reducing uh-huh. with 3, yep. <laughs> One. Uh, so the so first four. damage so is going to be by four eight. It's reduced by four. It's just yeah. And you put so, your your bless, and your it's plus two to AC, right? For my yeah. Field the faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I did. I was unfortunately. Thank you, <laughs> you do, So eight slashing damage for the first attack. Okay. The second attack is that crit. I'll go ahead and the blade flies
5: around. <laughs>
2: So, 12
1: damage for the second
2: attack. That one I use my reaction to okay. take. I reach out and the uh, silver kind of extends and flashes in front of his mm-hmm. sword. 10. It it. Perfect silver. Um, so that's
1: 12, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the next one So I don't is, take that? You don't take the 12, no. Okay. So yours is still good. Uh, the cool. next one is a oh. 25 to okay. hit. He makes three attacks. Yep. He makes four attacks. Four right. attacks! Okay. Uh, So that's seven damage, and then he's going to try and bite you.
0: So did we already, we took away the...
1: Question, so if it didn't do any damage? So the second one was redirected to To Bolt. bolt. So you can can go ahead and reduce four from one of the other damages if you want. Yeah, reduce it from someone else. So I'll reduce
0: it from the seven. So that's three then.
1: Yep. Uh, And then the bite (sighs) attack as he tries to snap his jaws around you is 18 to
0: hit. That will miss.
1: Okay. Put your shield in his. Uh, do you have a shield? Uh, yeah. yeah. In his jaws. And, jaw, and your shield, like, dents with the power of his jaws.
0: How rude! This is a new shield.
1: <laughs> and then he like rips his uh, rips his jaws away and goes, "Give me the old steel and I will leave." No. I <laughs> we'll die. You have to make a concentration. Yes. You have to make. Uh, but you have plus, concentration so. You have plus. And you have plus four from That's your. 19. For yourself, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to make three different concentration checks, actually. Nine,
0: seven. Plus four. Plus four. A bunch of stuff, yeah. I'm yep. good. Okay. Last
1: one. Oh, natural one. Roll so, your, roll no. Your. So what? What is the total? Yeah, roll your bless for that. Two. Two plus four is so so seven. Seven, and seven, and you seven you plus how your much?
4: Con- constitution. What's your constitution Say Four or five. Well, it's plus 7 total. That includes your your aura.
0: Con is plus 2.
4: So, okay. yeah, you got a 10. Okay. Which is good enough because the enough. damage wasn't higher than So, even if yeah. you get an 1, as long as you as only need a 10 or better if it's yep. big damage, right? You you have to roll yeah. half.
1: Oh, and I'm sorry, is. you only took damage two times, not three because Bolt took one of them for you. Oh. Bolt, I think you have to make a concentration check. Uh, You're not
2: high. on a reaction, I don't think. Uh, it's me. whenever
1: you take damage. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah. Yep.
2: Uh, Twelve. Yeah, your plus whatever. Yep.
1: Good. Okay. Uh, so, then see. it is the harpies are just gonna sit and wait. They they are perfectly fine preening. Sarah.
4: Okay. Sarah sees Crocodile Man attacking Eve, and also notices the the fallo shield. Uh huh. Yeah, um, and they go, like, jingling around as he's, like, swiping. And she screams and steps up and says, Clan Shield sends its regards! And makes some attacks. Okay. I wish that I had Hexblade's Curse on him. Because that would Okay, so the first attack is a 27, 28 to hit. 28 will hit. Okay. And that is for... Nine damage. Um, okay. Second attack is nineteen plus, so twenty-seven to hit. that hit. Um, for eleven damage. Sorry, okay. only one of them. Her
1: quick quickly. Um, this gap
4: yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, the other. The other and then the slab is and, and then third and then butt action but action is um so that's a 25 to uh, 27 to hit 27 okay and i am going to use a smite Ooh. with this
1: yeah again you've been practicing and learning from yeah. the choir on, on their lighter side and you've been tapping into that power that the first time that you fought of Enthi, mm-hmm. uh that in in that trial tight. you feel that same like yeah. righteous fury flow through you and this like white uh harmonious light slashes with <laughs> with the butt of your nice. yeah she's just
5: <laughs> <But I> can... <laughs> yeah
1: it's it,
4: like it's literally just hallelujah yep.
3: yes that's for 16
4: damage 16. And that's it. It's my turn. So
1: I'm going to mark off this space there. Okay. Uh, after that, it is uh, Geboneth. Geboneth um kind of shakes himself and regains a few hit points that he had lost.
5: And yeah, he is going
4: to...
1: Yeah, he's just going to make some attacks against this Bullywug in front of him. Uh, One of which is a crit, so that's Nice. nice. That's the first attack. Uh, yeah, with all the other stuff that you've done to that one, uh, he takes out that shaman, and then he he glares at Bolt and he says, "Remove this disgusting magic from my body." When we're done, as I say this, so I'm like, Punch <laughs> "It should be <people." laughs> <laughs> perfect?" uh Focus. And then the uh myth is gonna go, and uh, yeah, it, it still like, it, it still likes the tinier morsels, uh, so. Uh, this is a tentacle attack again on Eve, which is only a fourteen. Miss. A tentacle attack on I think Saradon's out of range, right? I think I am. I okay, think we'll just do another one on Eve then. Uh, and that one's a that one's a twenty-one. Miss. Twenty-one misses you because of his, his oh, thing. That's right. That's right. And then uh, Bolt, the tongue comes lashing out at you again. Uh, give me another strength saving throw, would you? I can't be tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like battery acid. Yeah. Um. That is. Twenty-one. Yeah. Again, you on the nine, nine volt. volt. Yes. Yeah. You managed to like, like fight this thing off, and after like after its tongue retracts, it kind of gives a, a huff, and then, uh, it is going to move. Mm. Actually, it can't really move anywhere. It's just gonna stay right where it is, I think. Actually, move it up like 10 feet, or up to the dais itself. Right up to the- just start to loom over you guys. Uh, the Bullywugs uh, finish their march. Uh, the one that got knocked over is gonna spend his turn standing up and shaking himself off. Uh, so this is a couple attacks on Victor. Okay. The uh, One of them is obviously a miss. Uh, the other one is a 19 to hit you i will use my reaction to reduce the damage okay is that just like uncanny dodge does that every re- reaction mm-hmm. but nice. it's just against one attack and it yeah, costs one reaction. one reaction per yeah. so i can't do any opportunity attacks
4: uh so four piercing damage Corey, would R- you say sorry would you say that that it moved up within 10 feet of me
1: uh it... yes technically yes
4: okay. can i take a
1: reaction go ahead. on yep
4: and is that halved already or no? No, yes. So it's oh, damage? Yeah. Okay. It.
1: But that other Bullywug is right up at two now, Scott. If you want to move that one up.
4: That's 19 19 will hit the, the Frog king. Okay. Um, oh, geez. Six damage.
1: Okay. That's the Bullywugs. The Minotaurs are good the gnolls are gonna go ahead and unleash another volley of arrows on you guys so that is a 21 yes. a six yes an eight yes and a an 18. Yes. yeah you guys like these arrows are just coming in and you guys are avoiding them all as i mean basically it's a giant freaking melee in there uh, and then you have moving, moving targets. Oh, it is your turn.
0: <laughs> okay. I will attack the crocodile. Okay. My long sword. What the My long sword.
5: sword. And you <laughs> have less on
4: yourself. It's a good thing because. Yeah. <laughs> that's roll that d4. Roll. Oh,
0: jeez, <laughs> Six, 12, plus need more.
1: Mm-hmm. Epic die. Oh, uh, 18. 18. That was a good one. will miss. Oh, poop! This you scrape out. against like very hardened scales and you can see this like flash of magic. This thing has been enchanted, the scales have been enchanted. And he says, my master is more powerful than your paltry gods.
4: He will eat them soon.
0: <laughs> that wow. is blasphemy. Second attack, that's better. 13 plus six.
4: 19 plus your
0: d4. Not much better. 20.
4: <laughs> 20
3: will
1: hit. Yeah! Hooray! Uh, when, <laughs> I, think, I think with Blasphemy, would you like to pull, pour some smite on Absolutely. there? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wait, for what? What are you rolling a six? Oh, uh, yeah, why am I rolling a six?
2: <laughs> Just for fun. Just for fun. <laughs> uh-huh. Just to get that one six. out of your system.
0: Plus um
4: three. Plus nine. smite. Smite the bastard.
0: What do I roll for smite?
4: It's two D eight. Thank you. If you use the first level spell.
0: Uh so sorry, what was that?
4: So you I rolled a six. So that's twelve. No, sorry, what's your strength? Woof. Okay, so it's nine. Okay, so nice. Thank yep. you. Late night math. Plus Whip. another five. Plus 14, four.
5: Eighteen.
0: There we go.
4: Fifteen. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I think you need to say, "Eat this." After he <laughs> says, "My master will eat this." Yes. Yes.
0: What I meant to say was, "Eat this!"
4: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: blasphemous.
4: Yeah, it kind of rocks. Scaly.
0: Horrible being that needs some lotion. <laughs> you hear... <laughs> work on your puns.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Victor and audibly answers. audibly gasps at <laughs> the mean language he's hearing. Uh, and it is Victor's turn. <laughs> okay, um,
5: I will kind of ready my or I'm I'm already ready, but I'm going to kind of pull down and I'm going to say Blackthorn, Sandman, Snarl, come home. And I'm going to pull those three
1: into the Bullywogs. Okay. They're all empowered, so it's not 1d4, it's 2d4 per. Okay. They need to make a, D- a DC dexterity save of 13. 13. Or be
5: hit by that's, the
1: 2d4. That's a pair of failures. Okay. So that's oh, going to yeah. be...
5: For the first one, he gets hit by two of them. So that's going to be 4d4. I'll just roll it at the same time. Eight damage for him.
1: Okay. And right. not within... Uh, that's fine. I don't think that applies sneak attack to that anyway. So the other one is two D four. Okay. I rolled
5: ones on roll a two. <laughs>
1: two okay. for him. Yep. So those those come slicing back, <laughs> hitting these uh, bollywogs. They kind of stumble forward. Uh, you still have your action.
5: My, my I will tell you uh, the, the steps. Uh, you're you're not very good at this dance. And I'm going to throw one of. Um, I'm going to kind of reach back. I'm going to grab one of those those tree, the the uh, steel wind oh, yeah. tree or whatever. Mm-hmm
1: and I'm going to throw it down at the feet of, of uh, Doc Croc and cast... Um, one of the leaves? The yeah, leaves. one of the one of the leaves, and I'm going to cast Cloud of Daggers. So when it hits the ground, they're going to raise up and just Shhh. start just a blade barrage around him. So on his okay. turn, he's going to take damage. Is it just a five-foot? It's a five-foot cube, okay. yeah, yeah. so it's just on him. All righty. Just so, around his face. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, all basically that one steel wind leaf uh, turns into a flurry of them and starts, like, cutting at this thing is it? Nice. Let's a, a surprise probe. If
5: you think that you can handle the steps, uh, we will do the dance of death.
1: Uh, they look a little nervous. Uh, would you pull your daggers off of there as well?
5: Yes. Yeah.
1: And then it is bolt.
2: Um, I'm just going to try to keep the, the bullywood or not the bully wo- um the frog key myth occupied. And, and I'm just going to try to punch him right in one of his three eyes. Okay. <laughs>
3: Uh,
2: that is a
1: 31, 21, try not 31. 21. <laughs> so Colby, Colby had a moment of panic, like, what did I miss in my optimizer? <laughs> <A> 22. Type, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that will
2: hit. Uh, eight damage, and that's my, and I'm going to, uh, Expand one of my charges Ooh, to, to blind him. To try to blind him. him. Yeah. Um, so he makes a DC uh, Constitution saving throw against
1: my spell save DC, which is uh, 14. Uh, he makes his save. So as you slam into his eye, like all of the eyes go, <laughs> just like close
2: in reaction. <laughs> so the blinding Flinched.
4: doesn't. Take offense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but he
2: does have advantage on all attacks or disadvantage on all attacks uh, that are not against me. Okay. And I'm going to do do the old punch again.
4: Way worse. You have advantage. Fairy fire. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, that one's not fairy fire. Oh, he no, made a he he made his Yeah, his save the slat and that other. Yeah.
2: 14. 14
1: will hit. Oh, wow. Cool. Ooh, he's kind of
5: noisy.
1: He's a big boy. Yeah. No armor. I like big boys. Interseed boys. So they really? uh, pretty boys. Yeah, have you ever heard the song? No. Okay, I'll send it to you. I, I you know. thought you were going to start. <laughs> Eleven I like damage, big butts. and I'm going <laughs> to try to blind him and again. I okay,
5: like big butt
1: actions. Fourteen. Uh, he does not make his save on the second, second attack, <laughs> so I he like takes. big
0: butt action.
1: He takes fourteen damage, and he is now <laughs> blinded from
4: that second attack. Mm-hmm. Nice. So now he has disadvantage on all <laughs> of his attacks, Mm-hmm. regardless of whether they're on you. Or I'll just out,
2: I've got this one. Take out the other one. And
4: he's blinded, you say? The frog. yeah. So now attacks against him have advantage.
2: Yep.
1: Okay. Uh, anything else that you'd like to do, or is that good? That is good for me.
2: Okay. Well, actually, sorry. Nope. I do take that back. I have one last use of my guardian armor on. I will grab, one. give myself six more temporary points. Okay. Perfect. A bonus action.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's it. Um Hazakesh is going to reach out and we're gonna do we're gonna do two claw attacks on Saradon. And she says, Fallow shield scum, I will take you and add you to my collection.
4: Hazakesh? Yep. The Slad. No. Hazakesh, oh. the Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Crocodile. Yes. I'm confusing names.
1: That As usual
4: just, for Saradon. Yes. Uh thirteen.
5: <laughs> or <you> yes.
1: gonna... <laughs> uh second claw attack is uh lower, twelve, so he just kinda like reaches out for you and you just Like, will you now? (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, his other claw comes around on Eve for another crit. (laughs) He he is definitely looking for that all steel, and that is going to be ten slashing damage. Okay. And then here comes the bite attack on you as well. Oh, wait, he started his turn there, right? Oh, no. Uh, this isn't the frog king, but this has a cash. Yeah, who, that's, that's the one that's, that's, that's yeah, who is yeah. in sorry, the frog daggers. I'll roll the, you keep Four, going. Forty-four. I don't think 44
5: is going to kill him,
4: but no. I'm just
1: going to throw and it And there's me.
4: no save either. It's no save. just damage. Nine, nine, nine
1: nine damage. nine slashing damage PK. in his nethers. In his
4: nethers. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> Not my nethers, sorry, my nethers. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: my tenders. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, the bite attack is going to be... chicken nuggets.
2: <laughs> Twenty. Can you reduce the damage at all for that? Twenty-two uh, crit against her. Ah, I've already used my, my blade. The only okay. blade. Can oh, you use? Um, can
4: Can you use an epic die to, like, reduce an enemy attack?
1: Uh, no. For the epic die, it's just Question. on rolls. Yeah. Question. So, uh, it, at my turn, it was top of the round, right? So I have my reaction back. Yes. Okay can I use my reaction there if she's being attacked my blade is there I have another blade that's on bolt can I reduce that damage with that blade uh, yeah definitely. okay so another is gonna be reduced by another 2d4 because it's empowered and it's based on the damage of the weapon make sure you mark when those are used yeah I, I got it I got
5: here so that's five damage reduced okay, and that so was Gnaw That was.
1: so awful. then this attack is going to be well 17 da- uh, piercing damage reduced Nine, by five, five so tw- yeah so 12.
0: okay
1: and then uh it kind of looks around at the situation and has uh, kesh realizes that he might be in a pit over his head so he is going to try and burrow away can i opportunity attack yep. so you two will get an opportunity okay. attack okay. You saradon okay, okay you Right. Crit! All right. Oh, I'm going to kill him.
0: I doubt I got him. Okay. okay. Well, let's see. I get blessed, too, right? Yep. No.
1: No, it doesn't say mm-hmm. here that I use my reaction. to do You rolled five. Right? For the blade, so do uh, I get one? So it would be 12.
4: Are you five feet? What, what does it specifically it does say? It says when a
1: creature is within five feet of a blade is hit with a melee range attack, you can choose to have the blade flash into motion and deflect part of the blow, reducing the damage by the weapon damage dice. Then the blade returns to you. do not say anything about. Him. Uh. Where is that? Over. I I don't know. I'd like. That seems like that should be a reaction. But no, like it won't be a reaction. Are you within five feet of Hasakat? I don't know. Am I? I don't believe the, you are. Uh, I think, I uh, I think it's, he, it's, he is. It's just kind of off. Yeah. Just,
2: Go ahead and make your attack. too. think okay. would be like right there. Does he? But his blade was on me. So, and I'm not within five feet of Hesekesh. I'm ten feet away. So, right. Well, the blade was just, her just on here, her so I'm just making an attack because he's her. leaving. Oh, the, I got Stratton Yeah.
1: So, and this was this is going to be with Cinderheart's on the floor, so this will be with my whatever.
4: my shadowsong. How how bloodied does he look? Can I tell? I'm not going to give you that information. Okay, fine. In that case, I'm just going to blow him. Six. And if I go overkill, 6, six damage? Oh. Yeah. Sorry,
1: 16 to hit. Oh, uh, 16 will miss. I'll put some epic dice, so that will be 20 to hit. 20 will hit.
5: And this is the Shadow Song. It's 2d4 6. So that's going to be 11
1: slashing damage. Okay. And that's with Shadow Song, right? That's with Shadow Song, yeah. Because Cinderheart's. Like
4: okay. So I crit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use an epic die. And I'm going to smite. Okay. So it's 37 damage okay. plus my roll. Um, oh, which were bad. So that's another 12. So that's 49 damage.
1: Okay. Um, so, if, Victor... If it well, helps, he's also within five feet, so I get sneak attack on that, right? On the reaction? Do I get sneak attack on that? Yeah, number? if
4: it's an, at- an attack, it's an attack, you can add it. sneak attack. Um, um, don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, it'd just be another 18. <laughs> so I'm just making sure. If, yeah. if where it's like, so, you know, moss, I just want to push it over the edge so that Sarah can... So he, <laughs> he looks around and he starts trying to like dig his way through. Uh, Victor, like he reaches one of his hands down and Shadow Song stabs right through it, and nice. he lets out a hiss and uh, he looks up and he blocks Eve's sword and he gives you this look like like I'm going to come in for a, another bite now that you're exposed and all of a sudden Saradon just comes down with the glaive and stabs it right through his head and he lets out a he lets out a squelch and just collapses to the ground just imagine that sound you know the sound that the crocodiles make when they vibrate it's um, like that like a I I can't say I do know <laughs> that sound I'll, I'll, and I hope to never know it they're chortle <laughs> cool. okay. uh, so that is Hazakesh gone. Yeah. Saradon, uh, it is your turn. cash Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Mm. So, she's going to. S- didn't you take an attack on the frog hemiths? But it was. Yes.
4: I did. No. I'm going
1: to allow this, but I'm giving myself three epic dice okay. in exchange.
4: I forgot, reactions don't reset at the top of the yep. round; they reset on the
1: yep. turn. Yep, person's turn, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Nope. I apologize. It's fine. It was cool enough.
4: Rule really cool. will really <laughs> last, but yeah. I will take, I will take some epic dice okay. exchange. Okay, so Sarah's gonna step up beside Bolt again, and this time, am I within 10 feet? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Sir. Um, I'm gonna attack that guy, that shaman dude. And that's a... Like twenty-seven to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Um, Four. You get advantage on that. Sixteen damage. Yeah, I well, I do anyway because I got my song. Um, uh, the unseen going. Um, second attack is. Sorry, how much damage on the first one? It was. Twenty-seven. Uh, oh no, 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 no. It was. It was less than that. It was. Seven? Seven. No, no, no. 17? I think it was 17. 17. <laughs> was something with a 7. Yeah, I, I heard 7. Yeah. Okay, 17. 17. 17. Um, second attack was higher to hit. Okay. And the damage is. Uh, 15. 15. Okay. And butt action. Is. Sorry, 21. 29.
1: Uh, you only need one hit point for that. Okay. So, so, just okay. a trio of attacks, just <laughs> <laughs> slice right through that holywood <laughs> And... And... That's my turn. Uh, so, after Saradon, it's Geboneth. who's going to regain a little bit of HP. And then he's going to make a trio of attacks on the frog, Hemoth. So let's get um, a d20 plus 7 from... Eve, Saradon, and Victor. So
0: that's 26.
1: 26 will hit. We're only me uh, 1d6 plus 3. I'm sorry, you said attacks so on. Yep. One attack, yep. Eight. Just no, just one attack from the slot, not from you. Oh, got it. So, Eighteen. not with advantage or no? The slot does get
4: advantage because oh, he's blinded, blinded. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, you can roll, roll it. And... it. Yep. Nope. I rolled a 9, I don't know what it's plus. Seven. Plus uh, 16 then. That'll hit. Okay.
1: So roll me uh, 1d10, and then... 23. 23. Roll Eight. me 2d6, and add 3 nine. for both. 9, 12, Two. total with plus 3, you said yours was 7. 8. 8, plus 20. And then Victor...
4: 2d6 plus 3? 2d6 plus Six. 3.
1: Total. 6 total. 26. Okay. Yeah, and he just he just starts, like, ripping into this uh, Fragheimith. And you rolled with an advantage as well? Yeah, okay. uh, first one was a... Uh, whatever just it was. Just making sure. Uh, and the then the Froghemoth is going to try and... The tentacles lash out on uh, just random, we'll say one on the slad, which is with disadvantage, so it misses, uh, and then one it's on... Actually... It counters out. Oh, okay, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, it didn't do any better. Uh, one on Eve. It's a Fairy fire lay, which is only eighteen, <laughs> and then the it's just going to try and tongue Seradon this okay. time. Strength saving throw, strength saving throw. Yes. Okay.
4: Um, plus four because Eve. Right. So plus that's plus. A thirteen. Thirteen.
1: Uh, that is not a success. So it's oh. going to pull you uh, right up to it, okay, and then it makes a bite attack against you to try and swallow you whole. Hooray! Hooray! With disadvantage. Yes. It does have disadvantage. Right. Actually, let's see here. Does that tongue sense or whatever?
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, you grapple sense?
1: Square and blah. It is... No. It doesn't restrain you. It just okay. pulls you towards it. So this is a 23 to hit. That hits. Okay. I'm going down oh no down the gullet <laughs> so you take <laughs> okay drax <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm gonna kill it from the inside uh, <laughs> you take 28 piercing damage <laughs> <laughs> and because you are a medium or smaller creature you are swallowed okay. uh, you are blinded and restrained okay. you have total cover against attacks and other effects outside the frog and then at the start of your turn, you'll take some acid damage as it starts to digest you over a thousand years. <laughs> uh, but Kay. and then yeah, there are other rules for getting out of it
4: uh, and it regurgitating you. But we'll I, I, I have, have to. It. I essentially have to kill it. It has to die for me to get out. Uh, right? Or do you there, are, there are there are there are
1: certain yeah. It's like twenty damage in one round okay. with your standard. So yeah.
4: Yeah, but I am restrained, yep. so I have so, advantage and then disadvantage. So
1: Saradon like stabs down and and comes up and just like wipes something out, and there's just like this moment where you're it's just your hair is flowing, not this side, uh, the other <laughs> side of the hair is flowing, and, and 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 Eve, you're actually watching, and you're just like, wow, like impressive fighting style, it's and amazing. she she looks at you, and you notice you notice like, Eve not like staring right at you, front. and you're like. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom, you are dang sideways. Tongue, the tongue comes from offstage like a <laughs> big hook. Yes. Pulls you in and it just goes, uh, chomps you and swallows you. Oh,
4: uh, that's freaky.
1: Uh, so let's just go ahead and remove Saradon from the battlefield for now.
4: Bob. Um, I need to make a concentration check. Yes, you do. On my uh, Song of the Unseen. It was 20. How much damage was 28. it? 28. 28. So that's a 14 that I need to make.
1: And you are not uh, within ten feet, because isn't it people within ten feet of your aura that you
4: can see? It's not see No. Hmm. You still get the aura. You give it to me. All right. So, and I saw. I have can bless. feel you through his stomach. So that's a lot. It's like okay. eighteen plus You're good. seven. Twenty-five. Okay.
2: I does that mean, because because can it can't really perceive you, does that mean it doesn't really realize that it ate something? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, I'm still hungry, like,
1: <laughs> God, I, did what, I eat? What are you? Rice? Yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, next up is the Bullywugs, the two left, they're just going to they're gonna look each, at each other nervously and then they're just going to try and two? stab at... Right, There's
3: three
1: left. There's, uh, oh, that uh, guy is three. recovered. He'll jump up on and... Uh, I mean... What? And he hits my cloud of daggers. 4d4. Oh. That's yeah. right. He yep. enters. Yep. Space. <laughs> gotcha. <Huh>.
3: DM. Gotcha. <laughs> Eleven.
1: Uh, that's enough. Yeah. You two, <laughs> just, he jumps like, in.
2: There's your blender. It's like, <laughs> it's like falling into a helicopter blade. <laughs>
1: yeah. oh, frog. Oh, nothing left. Frog blender three uh, thousand. The, the highest is ten to hit you. Yes. Yeah. So just <laughs> yep. you're just like easily like blade defending blade defending you're just defending like, <laughs> you don't have to qualify it. Okay. Uh, and then it is uh, the Knolls. they're just going to go ahead and strike at we'll say because uh, <laughs> two hit Victor i yeah. <laughs> uh Yeah. That's a miss on Eve first one's a miss on Victor uh, a 20 does a 20 hit Victor? Okay. Yes. <coughs> they hit something and a 22 on bolt. Uh, that is exactly. Okay. So you both take three piercing damage. Okay, I'll just take it. Okay. It'll be one of, these are spears they're throwing? No, they're both. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, oh, they right. have bows out, so. I was going to be like. One bolt. <laughs> 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 okay. And then back up to the top of the round. Oh no, Eve, sorry, I forgot. That's okay. It's your
0: turn. I hardly do anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to try and get this...
2: Eve, I'm coming in after you! it. <laughs> Sorry. 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 Oh, you did that, <laughs> <all> you <laughs> did <laughs> do it!
1: <laughs> so,
0: am I within... Yes, yeah, you are okay. right next to
1: the froggy. That's yeah. him.
0: Is this with advantage?
1: Yes. Because it's still blinded. It's, it's blind. blinded until the end of your turn, right? At the end of the attacker's next turn. Oh, Okay. So it is mm-hmm. not, not blind. Not So this is not with advantage. Just roll once. Okay. Let me re-roll that. Yeah.
2: Plus plus your uh, plus.
1: And um, that's nineteen. Nineteen will hit.
0: All Hi. right. Now. Oh, wrong <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, 10. nine, ten.
2: Ten damage. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Second to tuck. Mm. Oh bless, yeah. <laughs> well,
4: 15. 15 will hit. Yeah. No.
0: Oh, sorry. No. Oh
4: my goodness. No. Oh no, where'd it go? That's embarrassing. <laughs> How embarrassing. It's there, yeah, it's, oh, you're so close. There you go.
1: <laughs> that one that got touched by my foot is going deep in the bag for later. <laughs>
0: Uh, be, it all it'll all be a surprise. Whoever gets it. For oh, hope yes. it doesn't end up
1: in uh, <laughs> Preston's cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eleven. Can you,
2: can you smite it at all now? Still sh- magically mm-hmm. delicious. Can you mm-hmm. do smite at all, or is that yes. stuff? Yes, and let's smite. Yeah, if you want to add smite in there, try to get enough uh, my...
1: That was already twenty-one damage in one turn. Oh, so um, oh, okay. So it will regurgitate at this point. If you oh, sweet. sweet. Okay. But if you want to pour smite on, you can. Let's hold off okay uh so you slash it and it kind of goes now something doesn't feel right about what it ate and it's going to spit uh it's it's 10 feet and we're going to do it behind the frog myth it's going to okay. like spin around really quick and blah. so out it's 10 feet away from the frog itself, so. yep okay. okay and it's just going to stay right there like it just kind of like quickly and spits you out and so you, you hit the ground, like, you're laying on the ground, covered in frog slime, and still, like, you're muttering your song, and letting it, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm in my happy place. <laughs> please forgive Please forget me. <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay.
1: Uh, and then it is top of the round with Mikta. Alright.
5: Uh, it seems you guys do not know the way to do this, and I want to see if I can do, like, some kind of aerial
1: fancy schmooking move. No, like, don't go away video. from
2: me. Get my AC from you and DP next
1: to me. <laughs> I'll act do, do do what you want. Don't listen to him. You don't have to
2: do what I say.
5: And unless you know it's good for you. What? Well, actually, yeah, I am going. I am going to go over here. And I want to say, um, you see, when you make the steps, you got to go like this. And I want to use my shove attack and kick him with my foot and try and kick him into oh, my blade okay. of, uh, cloud of daggers. All right. So I mean use my negative
4: one strength. Your mm-hmm. strength
5: score. But it's at 18
1: minus 1, so that's 17. Okay. Let's Against see its it Dex, athletics or strength. Uh it rolled a ten, so it is shoved in the- <laughs> into, into the into the awesome. cloud of daggers. 44.
2: Forty-four damage. Which actually puts it probably right next to, yeah, next to- Yep.
1: Ten. Uh yeah, it's shredded. <laughs> nice. Uh, more guts and stuff flies everywhere. It's probably a little bit getting on. No, actually, no, the daggers are preventing it. The blades are, like, They're preventing it from hitting. It inside. Yeah, from hitting the. <laughs> yeah. And, alright, so that's. I'll the last one and
5: say, and what would what you like what you have on your tombstone?
1: So, technically, you made an attack. Mm-hmm. You could make a bonus attack if you like. That's fair.
4: Uh, with an, an bonus offhand attack. Like, with an offhand weapon? You just don't get to add your, oh, your I've dexterity.
1: That, so, I guess I'll do I'll use uh, damage. Uh, a no, no proficiency, what like I rolled proficiency, Add your normally. proficiency okay. in your decks to hit. So that's 24, that'll but hit, just not you don't have to so. It's just one damage, d4. yep, okay. just one d4, and that'll be <laughs> one. That's all that you needed. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so, and
5: that's and so I'm you just <laughs> slice the other ones. It lets out like a, a surprise
1: croak, but it does not like it just goes and then because you cut the, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like a whoopee cushion, okay. Uh, so that is that, 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 and Bolt. It is your turn. Unless Victor, you would like to continue your move. Do I, I mean, do I need to take a full action to release my cloud of daggers? No. I'll leave it up you for You can now, drop concentration. These guys here, so I'll just leave it up for now. These guys are still But here.
0: did you want to move a little closer to help Bolt? Oh yeah, I guess I have
1: to move yeah. still. 20,
5: so I move that, yeah. Get uh, I'll, I'll, you'll on your left. left. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
2: and I'm just gonna double attack. Okay. Let I me mean, just roll twice. Yep. Just roll twice. That's a crit on one. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, Nineteen plus four on the other so Twenty-three. Hit. Yep. So a crit. Um. So crit uh, would be max damage. Yep. Plus another roll. Plus another roll. Oof. So Twelve plus eleven. Uh, Twenty-three damage 23. for the first one. Nice second one uh, another max
5: too much um 12 oh,
1: nice okay yeah you just a couple uh, quick blows on this Rakeemith, you're gonna send it get really
2: yep.
4: backwards um the then it is seradon okay half my movement to stand
2: little break dance with crack and yeah. spin <laughs> up
4: <laughs> and i'm going to move 5 10 15 yep here, and attack the Froghemoth. Okay. Um, really not your type, big fella. Um, glad you realized that. That's a 15, 23 to hit. 23 will hit. Four, uh, eight damage. Eight damage, okay. Um, is a higher all right for 14 damage and but action is higher still okay for 7 more damage
1: 7 <clears throat> all right yes yeah, it is still up and kicking, despite a bunch of new scars in its flank. Okay.
4: Anything else you'd like to? Do? Nope,
5: that's it.
4: Okay. Um.
1: Yeah. Kelboneth, uh, goes next, and he looks around. And he goes, "That was fun. I appreciate that." And then he's going to plane shift away. I don't
4: get an opportunity to attack on a Plane Shift, do I? Nope. <sighs> okay. But so he, he actually will well, hold out a hand to you and he'll say, Would you like to join me? <sighs> say, um, no thank you, but don't be surprised if I and or my clan don't find you later and put you back inside of a prism. No, yeah, until for then, it. thanks for your help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then he just disappears. How's on for now?
2: I can just drop concentration now, since none of the things have Fairy Fire. Correct. Her yeah. Ground. Yep. Uh,
1: and then it is the Frog hemith's turn.
2: Or I could I could continue concentrating. I wonder if there's a range on how far? <laughs> it plane shifts and I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> if you're stop a blood this. hunter. You can you're know exactly sparkle. where you went.
1: Yep. <laughs> um, so this will be an attack with disadvantage on Victor. Okay. Which is a sixteen to hit. It hits. Okay. This is a tentacle attack here. Mm. Tentacles. Tentacles. Ten <laughs> Eighteen bludgeoning damage, and you're grappled.
2: I actually use my reaction. Okay. To take the damage. Okay. You're,
1: so you're still grappled, but uh, it starts to like squeeze around you, uh, and the the old steel shield kind of like encompasses you and takes the brunt of it.
5: Okay. It's not very impressive. I'm not that strong.
1: And then attack on. Tentacle attack on Eve. So I'm restrained. The R grappled. Grappled condition. Which is a 15 miss. And then, uh, because it's already got you grappled, this is why you stay close. You know. So the tentacle whips down, and and you kind of like dodge backwards, and then the tongue comes whipping out towards you. So make me a strength saving throw, please.
4: Don't let him kiss you, Eve. It's really gross.
0: um let's see that is a 24.
2: in the modern version of this game is, uh, the six. frog hemoth is just like a fat Gene Simmons <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
1: okay that is the frog Hemoth's turn so it is now uh just some attacks by the gnolls, one on each of you miss a hit on Sarahdon unless you have I have my song up 20 so that's oh that's your advantage. 20. Miss on Saradon,
0: uh,
1: and yeah, just miss on everybody. Looks like good job. And then Eve, it is your turn.
0: Okay. What do you see at the gnolls?
1: Quit it, or we're <laughs> coming for you next. <laughs> With long
0: sword. Long sword. Um,
2: long <laughs> sword. Chop
1: the morning, G.
0: That is a 15.
1: 15 will hit.
0: 4, eight, nine, 10, 11.
1: 11 damage, okay.
0: Second attack. That's not very good. Oops. Probably miss. Let's see. Uh, 10.
1: 10 will miss, yep. Okay. Uh, Victor. Alright. You are grappled.
5: I'm going to use my bonus action. Okay. I'm going to click my heals.
1: Not that I can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I am going to... So to get rid of that, I would have to do a strength save. Uh, it's an athletics or acrobatics check. I'm gonna use an acrobatics check. Okay, We're gonna do an acrobatics check. I believe. I'm gonna yeah. try and like bite his tentacle and jump back or something. Tuck and roll. That is a 26. Uh, yeah, so you kind of like shimmy a little bit and squeeze out of it and like jump backwards. <laughs> yep. Um, no and then people. with my... So the grapple ends and I have my full move, move speed? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to move as quickly as I can to try and flank him. Okay, yeah, you flank him. Um, that's actions. If you
2: get next to Saray, do you get uh, sneak attack damage? Yes. Yeah, I already have it when
1: he's when there. You're he just Perfect. has to do it then. And that was my you're action there. to break okay. free. Mm-hmm. Did my bonus action. That's it. Okay. Uh, then it is Bolt. It's not Eve after? <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 uh,
2: uh, Two attacks again. Okay. Ooh. Well, I got all my good ones out. That <laughs> one. Uh,
5: did the knolls go
1: last time? Yes. Or they... Okay. Yeah, they did. They okay. all missed.
2: So the first one is a 11.
1: That's a miss. the second one is a 16. 16 will hit. Cerrodon you can go ahead and start rolling your attacks as well. five damage. okay (laughs) because i rolled the lowest I can. this thing has a bunch of like bruises and and remember so now it's got 20
2: but it's every time i do that it's my thunder gauntlet Yes.
4: it has uh, Disadvantage.
2: Disadvantage on everything mm-hmm. but me.
4: Okay, so my lowest roll was an eighteen. Yeah, those will hit. Um, so first one is ten damage. Okay. Second one is eight damage. Okay. Um, and the last one, <laughs> six damage.
1: So a total of twenty-four damage. Mm-hmm. Well. I didn't think it was gonna get another turn, but uh, it's not dead yet. So I'm not dead yet. You no, know, I'm gonna save.
5: You will be in a minute though. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. So let's do a pair of attacks. Uh, tentacle attacks one on Eve with disadvantage. Yeah, disadvantage. 18. Miss. One on uh, Ceridon. Our disadvantage. Yep. Which made it a natural one. Uh, it's tentacle comes down and you just slice it off. <laughs> uh, and then the tongue attack on Victor. Make me a strength saving throw, please. I'm really good at this.
2: It just does like the limbo move. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yoshi's you. Uh, ooh, 16. <laughs> uh, not enough.
2: So You go <laughs> <want. laughs> straight towards it.
1: Oh, with Bless. With Bless. Hold up, hold up. 18. That's enough. Oh, 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 yep, oh. so you, you like you, spoil, right? you, you see it coming at you, it's and you aura. don't think that you can dodge oh, in time. Oh, he's too uh, far no, uh, so it's coming at you, you don't think oh, you okay. can dodge in or time, and then like, you, you I mean, feel like... Is it a deck save? Ah, it's so uh, no, it's a strength save. Okay. Um, it's a strength save. Yeah. But for flavor. Uh, and you feel like this, you feel like this little like roar, I mean, you hear this like, roar of a panther in your head and it causes you to like step to the side a little bit, mm-hmm. and it slams into that pillar. And we'll say that the pillar comes and uh, breaks away and slams back into the frog hemo. So roll me 1d6, would you? Oh, oh,
5: oh. I can remember what D6 looks
1: like. That's out of the box. Oh, come on. Five. Five? That is exactly enough. And it oh, crushed, it like... It just, like, crushes the Frog Piemeth <laughs> as it comes down on it. Awesome. Killed itself. And at which point, uh, uh, the knolls the like, re- rear back for another strike, and then they just stop, and everybody just kind of goes quiet. And you can look up, and you see Ergoblath has his clawed hand up in the air. And then he goes, You are impressive, but you have cost me a lot. Bend the knee and
4: serve me, or die. While he's talking, can I cast Lay on Hands
5: on myself? Can I Uh, heal myself Mm -hmm. with
4: Lay on Hands? I will say,
5: Yes, sire, I am happy to serve. And
4: I'll run as fast as I
1: can, and try and jump up this thing with my boots of speed going. Okay. To try and see if I can get up close to him. Okay. In in his Threaten range. Uh, Yeah, so... Go ahead and, yeah, make your attack. Just an attack roll, okay. Yep. Yeah. will I be able to get up there. I believe so. Yeah, I oh, think. it's well, not that one. long. Doesn't bode very well, because, oh, there. But whatever. Um, late night math. Fourteen. 14 I that misses. Misses. Yeah. So he, you go rushing up, and he, and he just kind of like, like pushes you up. back down the stairs a little bit. Not like tumbling down the stairs, but you go like skidding backwards, and he goes. Very well, it is death, Mirana, <laughs> Unleash my pet, and that the wasn't your pet. <laughs> the portcullis uh, rears back up, and you guys, you guys see all of the water start to shake with the thunderous steps as a Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> comes out, and that's where we're going to end tonight. Uh, with that uh, looming over you guys it's and Ergo Blath as well. Uh, so Woo. yeah, good, good, uh, good job tonight. It looks like there is still some danger ahead, but we will see where that leads next time. Uh, thanks, everybody, so much for watching. Thanks, guys. We hope you like it. Go check out the Discord. Go check out the Reddit. Links uh, in the description yeah. below. Yep. And don't forget to do all, all of the fun stuff. Like, like comment, subscribe, subscribe, comment. Right. Yep. Uh, tell us, tell us uh, if you wanted to see if somebody else get eaten tonight. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a good one for you, but whatever. Um, but until next time, Bye. I was going to say something (laughs) way inappropriate. (laughs)